I just got tired of like having. What did y'all meet? Uh, man, we know each other since high school. For real? Yeah. Were y'all dating in high school? Uh, we liked each other, but teens just didn't play itself out. Uh-huh. I got stories for that, man. It's but, like amazing. But you guys came back to each other? Yeah, man. You know, the thing is, is that, uh, you know, like a lot of people know Josh is not my biological son. But you, See, I didn't know that. Yeah, Josh, but I've known Josh since he was four years old. He came to my yeah. life. Yeah. That's crazy. When I found out that he wasn't your biological son, I tripped out because when I was looking you up, right, I was like, I think Chris loves his son more than I love my son. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, you have so much support for him. Yeah. Not saying I don't love Elijah, but yeah. um, I was like, I want to love him publicly the way that you love Josh. And I was tripping. I was like, that's dope. You know, so you met him when he was four? Four going on five. Man, yeah, I got it. It's a cool story because it, it plays into like Kobe Bryant too. Like let's, let's hear about it. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so tell me about that. So basically like Daisy and I really, really kind of had a crush on each other in high school. Yeah, yeah. Right? So... Me, I was stupid. I ended up uh, had an opportunity to be but I ended up getting back with my ex. Okay, which was horrible. Like you know, you look back. You at had your, to learn something. Well, when you look back at your exes and you you look back at that specific ex, you're like, what was I thinking? Like, <laughs> like love is blind. How long were y'all together for? Oh man, she was my first girlfriend ever in high school. So she we were together for like three years, Oof. and I felt like yeah. like love was final. Like this is it. Like I found her. That's this is crazy. When, you, when you're immature, you don't understand like this. Like what I always said, Josh. Like what you like now is not what you're gonna like in ten years. That's facts. You're you're gonna be like, I can't believe. That's facts. So, so so like, uh, we had an opportunity, and she was a really good friend, and we really cared about each other. And like I blew it. Like I let her slip away, and so she was always like the one that got away. You know that mentality. Yeah, yeah. But. I always had a crush on her. And we we had the same friends. Like I've always been really good friends with her cousins. So oh, man. that's how we all met. <laughs> so we would we would keep like, you know, we get information from our friends about each other. Yeah, yeah. And so um when I finally found out that Daisy was no longer with her her ex, yeah. Um, that's when I was like, Man, I gotta go in. Like if I don't go in right now, yeah. like I'm gonna lose because everybody at this time, Daisy was like a hot commodity, like everybody didn't actually. Were you dating somebody at the time? Oh uh, yeah, but that's you, like, you let that go. <laughs> right. So, so the, the, the thing about it, everybody and everybody was was kind of after D, and yeah. so like I was like, man, I gotta go full force. Yeah. So like like like, and and the funny thing about it is like I I knew that 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 she was you know you know single, but you know that usually when people break up, they always get back together. So I was, I was give a, a second. Little, little skeptical. Little skeptical. Give a second. Yeah. So that's when um, my good friend Richard. Was uh, I just come back from from Armani Exchange? I was a manager at the time at Armani yeah. Exchange, and uh, he was like, "Hey, let's go to club." I'm like, "No, nah, man, I don't want to go to club. Yeah. I don't want to go to bars. I don't want to do nothing. I'm tired." I'm like, "He's like, how old are you right now?" Who, twenty three? Still pretty young. Still pretty young. Yeah, so yeah. he was like, uh, "He's like, but Daisy's there." I'm like, yep. "Do you talk about Daisy Daisy Alvarez?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, Daisy Alvarez." I'm like, right, "I'm cool. I'm gonna get. Let me get up and go." Yeah, so yeah. we met at, at the uh, uh, bar in in the village, and uh, I saw her, but. My best friend John, you know, sports yeah. trap, he just became like super single. Like he'd been in a relationship forever. Oh. So he was already ready to like mingle. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. So we go in the club and he sees Daisy first. Oh. She's standing there. And I'm like, bro, bro, bro. Because you know you gotta you gotta, you gotta call, call dibs on it. You gotta call dibs. Like, hey, hey, that's me. We've been talking. I'm <laughs> yeah, right. like, yeah, we we you know, we've been that's me. He's like, Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. You know, that's the golden rule with your boys. You gotta you gotta call. Yeah, it's dope that he respects that though. Cause I, I know boys that are like, uh, is it Facebook official? 
Ah, oh, see, no, nah. but they're not really your boys. They're not really, right? your, they're boys. Not really no, your boys. No, 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 because your boys always know, and it's the golden rule. Like, yeah, yeah. like if you are talking, or you even have feelings for her, you even gotta if you look at her first, and you recognize. You gotta announce it. Yep. Because if you don't announce it, it is fair game. That's right. It That's is right. fair game. So, you know, and I went up to her, and I was just like, "Hey, you know, like, you know, uh, heard you, you know, single now, <laughs> and you know, and and at the time, like, she just didn't believe me because, like, you know, and at that time, I was definitely. Uh, every time you she'd see me or hear me, I was always with a different girl. So yeah, I was yeah. being young, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And and, and uh, you know you try to go, you you gotta weed through all the, <laughs> do everything before you get to everyone. So, I get it. So yeah, and so like I told her, and you know, I really really uh, really liked her and whatnot. But the thing is, is like she didn't believe me. She was definitely had a force field around her emotionally. So uh, you know we really didn't really like it didn't spark. It didn't hit. Yeah. And so. Um, I was turning 24. It was my birthday. I was like, I gotta go. I'm about to go party. Mm-hmm. I gotta get my my outfit at the mall, the Galleria. Um, plus, I gotta pick up those new Kobe's. And <laughs> okay. These were the yep. these were the Kobe's uh, for the All Star edition when Houston when when All Star game in Houston. Um, so uh, sure enough, like I see Daisy in the mall at Champs, and she's with Josh. Ah, uh, okay. my first time I ever met Josh. Did you know she had a kid at the time? I um, mean, yeah, I knew she had a okay. kid. Um, I've just never got to like meet. I've only seen him as a baby, but never yeah. actually interacted with him. So, um, he's four, and and he actually, um, my birthday is February twenty sixth. His birthday is February twenty fifth. Oh. So she was there shopping for him for a birthday gift for oh, shoes. Okay, okay. So she's over there, like she's looking at all the shoes, and and I see her, and I just walked up to her and said, like, "Hey, how are you doing?" And and I see Josh, and he has like this bag of. Of candy at the time, Dylan's candy was like a big thing at the gallery. What is that? Dylan's so Dylan's was like uh, I, I forgot who Dylan. It's a do- it, basically it was a daughter of a famous designer. That, is it a candy store though? It's a candy store. I okay. don't have it no more. Yeah, but like it was very like you know put you know very uh, boutique type of candy store. <laughs> okay. So so he had like a bag full of candy, yeah, yeah. and so like I'm over here like talking to her, and I'm trying to interact with him. You know, I love kids. Like that's yeah. one thing about me. You'll get to know. I love kids. So he has this bag of candy. I'm like, hey, can I have one? Can yeah. I have one of the the gummy sharks? And so like he looks at me and like he takes the gummy shark out. And I thought he's gonna give it to me, but he doesn't. He puts it in his mouth. <laughs> like all in his mouth. And then like hands it to me. Oh, he's testing you. Yo, he's definitely testing Alpha me. male at four? At four. Already, that's, like, that's some my silver mom. Back like, gorilla. Seems, like, this is not right. Like, okay, like, oh, you want my candy? Oh, Yo, you respect, want my, you want respect this candy? It, respect and you Josh. want my candy? Respect okay, Josh. okay. So, so he was just like, boom, man. And I was, and Daisy was like, kind of embarrassed. You know, she was like, Yo, Josh, don't do that. And I could just see Josh is like, What'd you do? So I was like, I mean, like, I was gonna eat it. Like, I was. Gonna that's right. You put it in your mouth. Yeah, I was gonna be like, I'll show and you. You put like, it back in his mouth. <laughs> I was gonna be like, Yeah, I got this. Like, I, I you know, and, and you know, because I know kids do the craziest things, and so like, I wanted to show her too. Like, that, that didn't bother. You were down, right? Yeah. yeah, it didn't bother me at all. So, in the crazy story is that she was looking at shoes, and she starts asking me like, What about these shoes? What about those shoes? And I'm like, No, no. And I started noticing that the shoes she was really picking up were like, like shoes that were at a certain price point. Uh, okay. And I was like, ah, okay. And I remember growing up on my mom, like, you know, us not having a lot of money. I didn't realize like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what that was about. So right. she ends up leaving because I, I actually pointed out those Kobe's and she's like, no, like, you know, they're this, and this is the Kobe one now. So she's like, no, you know, like, right, right. it's it looks pretty expensive and, you know, it's okay. So she ends up leaving. So like, I was just like, bet, like, like, Josh is super cute. His mom is super fine. She's yeah. the one I got away. Like, and it's his birthday. His birthday's like my birthday. Yeah. 
I'm by the Kobe's farm. So I bought the Kobe's yeah. and like literally like looked the whole mall for her. For her. I think I found her like in Charlotte yeah. Rooster, like Forever 21. One of those <laughs> shows and I yeah, reached yeah. Uh, places and ended up like uh, bringing her. And I was like, this is for Josh. This is a gift. So what ends up happening is I just asked her to say, hey, like I'm going out for my for my birthday. Would you be my date? So she ended up being my date. That's what's and up. And from that point, we were talking. Yeah. But she, we had a talk for a whole year. I asked her to be my girlfriend for a whole year before she said yes. Yeah. Because she just didn't believe me. Because, again, I yeah. had a reputation in talking to a lot of girls. Like, we actually were talking at a party. And, like, at the time, I completely forgot about this. I was just like, I, I'm, I'm going in. I completely forgot I was actually talking to another girl. <laughs> and I actually, like, like so so I ended up having to, like, we didn't get to, like, hang out the girl I was talking to for Valentine's. Yeah. And, uh, like, I met Daisy at the party. And I was like, Daisy, listen, I, uh, there was a house party we were at as we were talking. I was like, hey, I got to let you know, like, I got to give this Valentine's gift that I had already bought for this girl that I'm going to break up with her and I'm going to come right back. So, you know, this is like serious. I can appreciate the honesty. Well, yeah. how, did she, how did she take it though? She was like, she'll Half-half. tell you, she was like, this, are you really? <laughs> like, really? I'm like, I'm being honest with you. Like, yeah. I have no feelings. I've only been talking to her for a couple of weeks. Like, like she lives out there in, in, in Clear Lake. Like, yeah. it's really nothing going on. She's like super young. I'm like, it's okay. She gave me a gift. I gave her, like, it was a builder bear. I was yeah, like, yeah. I, I was, it's whatever. I said, but I got to go and let her know that we can't be talking, you know, we're not going to be talking anymore. But that they don't want to talk to you. Yeah. So she's like, okay. Like, you know, girls, like, yeah, yeah. okay, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. this fool, this fool is crazy. Yeah. So literally got in track, drove all the way to Clear Lake, gave her the builder bear. I was like, hey, you know, I just want to tell you I had a great time. But, <laughs> gave her like, a breakup gift? Basically, like, this is what you call it now. <laughs> so basically, I was like, yeah, like, here, here's, here's the builder bear. And, uh, uh, you know, this girl that I've always had a crush on is back in my life, and I'm just gonna have yeah. to go this route. You know, she's like, there's a there's a connection there, and yeah. of course she was not cool and not happy about it. Is what it is. I don't know what she did with that builder bear, but I didn't want it. <laughs> um, and to this day, Daisy will never ever accept the builder bear, just so you know. So that that nah, builder bear is what you give a girl. Of under course. her 20s right like <laughs> yeah definitely in the 20s or like even younger but like yeah, at the yeah. time like Bilderberg because you know like you can get them like you know dress however that right 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 mean? so yeah so that's basically like and i spent a whole year grinding it out like every day it felt like i was asking to be my girlfriend she would tell me no she had a i, I appreciate had a, that though yeah absolutely yeah because that's you're putting in work right actions speak louder than words absolutely Do you think your relationship is stronger now though because you had that year of proving yourself and making sure that she understood where you were coming from, from an honest place, a genuine place. Absolutely. I think for her, number one, yeah. she said, if you're going to date me, just know my son's coming everywhere I go. Love that. So I, w- I was like, I didn't want it any other way. I mean, yeah. our first dates were like, at our, our basically our days, our dates where we go out was Josh's favorite place until this day is Olive Garden. So we're going to Olive Garden every day. Yeah, like at the time, the I was salad. like trimmed, but I started gaining lots of weight eating Olive Garden like every like day. <laughs> like Josh was like, He's setting you up. Josh is setting you up. Josh, three days a week at Olive Garden. He, he knows what he's doing. With the Bellini peach tea. He's trying to get you out of your game. Yeah, he, he, he's, he, he's, he, he was, he, the thing is, but the cool thing about Josh is that there's such a deep connection already because the first time that we actually went out and had dinner, like he was coloring and I was trying to show him how to like color and, yeah. you know, kind of blend in and stuff like that. And and he sat on my lap and, and Daisy day was one. A, day one. Daisy was amazed by that too, because she's like, you know, he's not like that. So yeah. it was already like, we started off as friends okay. and, and we worked our way being best friends. And even with our relationship, like Daisy and I, like we made sure that we had boundaries. Like we, um, we wanted to ease in for Josh because for Josh at that time, like, you know, 
his dad was still a superhero. Yeah. And I didn't want to come in and- I didn't think about that. Yeah. You know, and I didn't want to come in and interfere in that. And I, you know, one thing about, and you know, if you're ever dating a woman with a child, um, you have to also honor that child's parent, regardless of the circumstances and situation. You're right. Because you want to no, be a dividing force, right? Absolutely. And, 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 I, and I have people all the time talk to me, they're talking to girls, they're, they have, you know, children and there's a baby daddy and mm. they're like, how did you do it? I say, first of all, you got to understand that your ego has to come last. There's going to be times where, you know, his dad's going to be number one in his life. Yeah. And there's going to be times where you might feel uncomfortable, but you yeah. have to, you have to look at the bigger picture. Like you have to understand that <clears throat> you're, you're, you're not his father. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you can't be a father figure to him. Yeah. So, but if you're dating someone that has a child yeah. or children, right? You have to be almost all in from the get. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. You, you can't dabble with Absolutely. Daisy and then maybe have Josh come along or not. Like, you have to know early on, I'm building something with Daisy. Absolutely. And you, That's heavy for 23. It is heavy for 23. And, and it also makes you look inside yourself um, for as accountability and responsibility. What do you mean by that? Because you, you are no longer just dating a, you're not just dating Daisy. You're dating Daisy her son josh yeah so if you're going to try to build a relationship for them it's easy if you if you get married and you are you're dating somebody and it's just two people and there's no child involved yeah. you're working on that child right you throw a child in a, a, you also have a get out of jail free card because you don't have a child i mean i'm gonna say that like that but yeah, yeah. like if if it doesn't work out you could break up you can break up it's easier to break up i it, guess what you're saying i would say it's easier to break up maybe in that sense but at the same time like when you're building a relationship with the child, yes, that bond becomes really strong. Heavy. So if you guys don't work out, heavy. And, and you think about it, if 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 his that child's mother and and the father didn't work out, and now you come in the picture, and now you guys didn't work out, that's putting gets putting conflict in that child's life in many ways. That's exponential, though, right? Like that's not like oh one two relationships work out. This is every man my. My mother's working out with something, and especially because the thing about kids, I believe kids are when we talk about energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kids pick up on who's legitimately serious and honest and real. I really feel yeah. that because kids are really in tune with that creative side, the imagination, that that pure honesty form. So you know they know the the guys who are coming in their mom's life that just are just trying to you know get in and get out. Did Josh remember you from like from the from the beginning? Um, yeah, I mean, it was just like, we were just like, it was just so every what does he day. say now? Like when, when he remembers you first coming into their lives. Josh always thought of me as his mama's bestest friend and his best That's friend. That's dope though. Yeah. And, and, and it's so funny because like we became so close that Daisy would like our jobs, like I would work at night and Daisy's job would be in the daytime. And so like, you know, at the time like she would even let me watch babysit Josh. Yeah. So we were always like, when I say we're boys, like yeah. we have always been best friends and boys because we were always doing crazy stuff. Like <laughs> I'm the type of person, cause I'm a kid at heart. Like I'm always trying to like, like I'm allowing my juvenile side to come out. So I'm, I'm <laughs> I, oh, you gotta, you wanna, you wanna have an imagination? Tight, I'm about to counter right, my imagination. Right. So I mean, things building like Spider-Man costume out of construction paper. Heck yeah. Wolverine costumes out oh, of yes. construction paper. Um, to my favorite story about Josh is one day he was like, hey, and he always do this. So, you know, like, a what kid, is this? So, like, you know, a kid would be like, I have an idea, right? Oh. So, he would be like, I have an idea. And so, he, he was like, he, he was like, how about we make a potion? I was like, 
Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, a potion. Cool. Like, what kind of potion you want to make, Josh? He's like, a potion that would help me and my mom get back together. Now, think about this. This is why I said the whole ego thing. What, what does that mean? So, he was still hoping that him and his, his mom and dad would get back together. Ah. Right. So, like, that's why I said the whole ego thing. Gotta right. check your ego. So I'm like, okay, yeah. So we're over there making all kinds of using vinegar and all, whatever I had in my in my cabinet. That's what we we're trying to make this potion. So we're making a potion, and I go, hey Josh, but if we make this potion and it works, yeah, and your mom and dad gets back together, then like I won't be able to hang out with you no more. And he goes, mm. Mm, he clicked. He understood. He's like, you know what? I have a better idea. <laughs> How about we make a potion to wear? Um, not only does my mom and dad get back together, but you become best friends with my dad. Oh, that's love. Pure heart. Pure heart. Yeah. Love because he understood like the connection. I mean, do Daisy and, and his, his dad have a relationship, like a friendship or anything? Yeah, man. They, they okay. I, I think they, they have an understanding and I think sure. it's the best you can have. I mean, you, 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 it's the most important thing is, 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 uh, making sure that you do what's best for, for, for the child. And that's crazy. An understanding. Yeah. I mean, cause like, listen, man, like, you know, Talking about my ego, I can only imagine his ego too. And there's a new man coming in his life. The, the yeah. fear that this man is going to try to take over my my son's life or try to be his father. Yeah. But I think over the years, I think like you know, I think that if you do it in in in, in inches, yeah, you do it in a way that's empathetic to the situation. Even right. if the other person on this side you don't necessarily agree with, or yeah, the way they go about things in life, you don't you. That's not you. You don't you don't you don't like it. Yeah. You also have to remember. You have to keep your feelings and your opinions to yourself and focus on the most important thing, which is the child and right. them and caring about them. And yeah, you know, yeah, I think yeah. a lot of parents in those relationships, especially blended relationships like that, I think a lot of times you'll hear whether it's a baby daddy or the baby mama, they 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 will sit here and badmouth the other parent. And right. That's one thing we never did because at the end of the day, like yeah. like that respect factor has to be almost. You know what I mean? Like and I always say this, like Josh will figure it out on his own. He'll figure out what's right, what's wrong. And and he'll let him be the one who decides yeah. his own opinion. Don't try to project your own opinion yeah. onto the child. And I think it's working, right? Because and we, we jumped right into everything. Yeah, yeah, we did. Which is dope. It's fine. So let me, let me cheers to you and a happy belated birthday. Oh, yeah, man. So let's backtrack for a second, mm -hmm. right? This is new. And I want everyone to understand. Chris, tell them, tell them how I don't know you. Um, <laughs> so I met you I met Andrew basically like he shouted me out and was like man like you were like one of the few people when we first came out with the podcast he's like yo I love your podcast it's dope like, yeah, 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 yeah. and I was like man thanks like Cause I've seen you and I've, yeah. I've watched you dance and I and and I, you got to witness the whole like you know the oh the, with the baby yeah yeah, yeah. So, Taylor, yeah 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 so I was just like man that's really cool and then like I've always heard good things about you like in the, in the dance community so it was just like man that's really cool and I remember telling Dave like man Andrew's like, like he's showing me love man like yeah. that makes me feel good <laughs> um, but like our our conversations were always in passing if not in passing they were always do like Instagram messaging right very very quick very, very uh, like quick. like a sentence here sentence there. Hey, how you doing? Right. Good. All right. Check back in next week. Absolutely. <laughs> I think I think the most time we ever spent was probably at Van's wedding. And yeah. And that's when I got to hold your little guy. That's right. Um, and he's just adorable. Thanks, by the way. I love that guy. He's just so funny. And yeah. so like and 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 everybody knows like on IG, you're one of my favorite people to like follow just because 
Uh, I see the passion and I see the excitement you have Thanks, with, with your son. And I love watching men with their children because I just think that, listen, moms are the foundation. We know that. 100%. Mo- moms, 100%. Moms are the foundation. They get, the love, they get all the love. They get all the love. They deserve it, right? Yes. Um, Mother's Day is like one of the top holidays in the world. You want to know what's one of the last holidays? Father's Day. Father's Day. Number 17. Number 17. You already know. Yes. So, yeah. so fathers, and then like, it's just, it's just fathers usually are, they just get a bad reputation. So when I see young yeah. involved fathers, it strikes something in me. So I always love like watching you with that. So it was always Thank in passing, you. but it seems like the brief conversations that we always had, it always felt like we knew each other for like a long time. Mad love, right? And so I, the first time I met you, I think Josh was at the studio. He was dancing. He's amazing. Thank you. I think the second time I saw you was at, uh, at that Vietnamese spot after the JT concert, oh. right? So I'm sitting next to you and Josh and Dewey and I were at the second show of the JT concert. I'm like, who's this family right here? Josh is amazing. He got pulled out to dance with them that night. And I was like, are these his parents? Like, I've never met parents like this before. I knew immediately that, that you and Daisy were people that I wanted to learn from, to have around. And uh, we didn't really talk at all. And so it was mad love when you had the podcast, I got to hear your voice more Mm -hmm. and figure out what you were about. And so now that I am working on this platform, I was like, I have to get Chris. I I have to get Chris. So yesterday was the first time that we spoke for more than two minutes. Yeah. And now we're diving deep and I am so excited to learn from you, um, to hear about your story and everything. Cause it's seeing you with, with Josh makes me excited to be a dad. Like it's, it's overwhelming and I didn't get it. I didn't understand what it meant to be. Like uh, people would say, you know, when do you feel like you became a dad? Yeah. I think I'm still figuring it out. Like every day is better than the last. And I thought, oh, I feel like a dad yesterday. And now I'm like, oh, he did something crazy today. Like I feel even more proud. So when do you start feeling like Josh's and you and, you and Josh had that father son relationship? Um, Josh sad to say it was not sad but for me it is because <laughs> sure um he is a spin image of me in so many ways like the things that we listen to from our music yeah to our style to our our our, our passion for shoes to our <laughs> passion for sports teams one thing about josh is like whatever i put in his in his palette yeah he ate it up he enjoyed it and he embraced it and and in many ways like we're always now even now as he's gotten josh is 18 now yeah he gets into it's crazy to, to we get into competition of trying to like show each other like the, the next best cool thing <laughs> um you know not really having the father in my life that i that i wanted um and that i needed yeah it really come you know it, it pro- definitely propelled me to like when I got into Josh's life to do everything I can to give him everything he needed from a support factor. And you- Not even as a, as a father figure. Just a support. support. Just a support factor. That's amazing. Um, because a lot of times fathers, we always hear the saying like fathers, uh, they want their sons to be better than them, right? But if you're gonna embrace that concept, you also have to embrace that why do you want your child to be better than you? Are you putting? Uh, are you trying to put a narrative on them that because you weren't successful, or because you didn't achieve right. what you wanted to? Yes, yes. Because if if that's the route you're going, then you might end up putting more pressure, and you might push them further away. Yes. So with Josh, it was all about like, I don't want you to just be better than me. 
I want you to be the greatest man that's ever lived on this earth. But I also want like you a standalone to be great man. Standalone yes. great man. But I also want you to be you. I want you to to create and build your own legacy. And I just want to do everything I can to help you find the legacy you want to build. So it's always been that way. And I think for me and him, I think our first trip together, which was in Seattle. Yeah. Um. So it was the uh, ignite. Um. What is, what is Ignite? Um, this is, um, oh my God, Creative Minds. So okay. Creative Minds at this time, Daisy had woke me up at like two or three o'clock in the morning. She was really trying to find something to put Josh in that was that was really going to help his, his his motivation and most importantly, you know, his his uh, self esteem. Yeah. So, um, Ignite had like, um, Kaylin Watson. Um, it Fire. had Kalani Marks. Fire. It had uh, um. So this is a dance convention. Is this? I mean, you name it. Everybody was there, and this was going to be in Seattle. And she asked me, "Say, like, would you take Josh?" And I'm like, "Hell yeah!" Number one, uh, my favorite show when I was a kid was Reading Rainbow, and they had that <laughs> whole thing on Seattle and the Pike Market. And I've funny. always wanted to go to Seattle, especially when they're throwing the fish. I was like, "That's been you gotta go to the, the I, yeah. That's like number one place yeah. everyone to. Plus, me and Josh can actually go on a trip together. And Josh had already talking about how he wanted to be a professional dancer. And I was like, "Well, this is going to be a great opportunity for me and him to bond and also show him." how to take care of his responsibility if he is traveling. Uh, so, so Were you a dancer? No, never. Okay. No, I mean, I mean, I, 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 so that's a new role for you too, going in. New role, a new role. And so like, so we go to this with, with, uh, to Ignite Seattle and we walk in and nobody knows who we are. All these kids have gone to all these conventions. All these kids <laughs> right. are like major. Um, and, and you know, like this is like, this is a huge. And so basically Kalani was like, um, asked Josh, like, you know, well, I asked Kalani, like, uh, where Josh is going to be. Is going to be in the advance or the intermediate? And, like, CJ was telling me on the side, like, you know, make sure Josh does advance. And so, like, Kalani was basically like, hey, um, he he needs to come in the morning time for the intermediate and then come at night for the advance the first day and we'll figure out where we're going to put Josh. That's fair. Because he never seen Josh. That's fair. So... Josh took like the class, like he took the five classes in the in the morning, and then he came and took the five yeah, classes. So many in the classes. So so many classes. I mean, and when I say like, I mean, I'm, I'm I mean, it had everybody there. I'm trying to think of all the names. I can't believe I can't even think of all the names. It had so many people and so many like super fire dancers right. now. Um, so we do it, and like the next day comes and it's sort of like, Hey Kalani, where do you want Josh to be? And he's like, Oh, we'll do the whole like five classes in the morning and five classes at the night. So you got both. So this is a five day, um, uh, dance, uh, I mean, what do you, intensive, intensive, or, yeah, right, definitely. Yeah. And this is like, these classes are super hard. And at the end of the day, Josh ended up taking 50 classes in five days. That's insane. Now the crazy thing about it is that Josh was killing it. Um, but Kalani was, Kalani wanted to teach Josh the importance of respecting your elders and also understanding your place, which I, I love Kalani. I Marks. love that. Kalani is such a good, so he made ja Josh always dance in the back. So you got to imagine, Josh at that time was really small. So all the, everybody else is super huge and Josh is having to dance. Even when he got selects, yeah. like when they select and, and he was chose to, to dance and he, they would try to put him in front, Kalani not put him in the back. So, so I understand that because I'm a dancer and yeah, I yeah. get why you would do that. Not everyone does though. So explain why that's important for Josh to learn and for him to be in the back for a little bit. Well, I think it's important because um, you got to understand what hard work is. Mm. And you also have to understand that not everything's going to be given to you. Yes. And, and appreciate the moment. 
it may not be the moment you want it to be. Yeah. But if you're in the moment, yeah. you're even in that particular moment, man, embrace that. The fact that he even got groups. Oh my God. He, first of all, no other kid there, and, I, and Josh will tell you, no other kid there got to take 50 classes. Most kids only yeah. took the, the, the five that they got. Right, right. He took 50 classes morning, and he got up at seven o'clock in the morning. I made him make sure to set his alarm. Yeah. Um, have his outfit ready that he was going to wear prior, have That's everything night up, um, get up early, um, always get yourself at least an hour early ahead of time. Um, that way you can eat and then call the, you know, had him make sure that he called the, uh, the hotel so they would call him and wake him up <laughs> and then be ready to, to get out there. When, How old is he? The up. Um, Josh had to be about, let's see, I would say. 15, 16 years old. Okay, oh, so wait, 14, 15. He's a, he's a little grown. He's a little grown. His 14, voice is, is deep. He's yeah, a little 14, bit of peach fuzz. I think he was 14. So yeah, he was 14. 14 going on 15. So this was still, he was still small though. He didn't really kind of like, yeah. you know, his, 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 so, but this was huge because he'd never been in this type of, of, of like elite dancers. Yeah. So to watch Josh and like every day, they, and I would sit there at Creative Minds in Seattle, beautiful place, by the way. Um, the, the studio is amazing. Yeah. We got one in LA now, but they would be like, Chris, like, you know, you can leave when you want to. I'm like, nah, I'm about to watch this yeah. because watching Josh go out there and grind. Yeah. I think that was the moment for me that I realized how much Josh loved and had a passion for dance. Yeah. And I remember at one time watching him dance and he, and he, this was like day four and I remember him waking up and him being so sore and so tired. His knees were hurting him. And, and he was like, I was like, Josh, you know, you don't have to go dance today. Man. Take a break, man. You've been- You gave out? Guy. Like, I'm like, you've been grinding. He's like, nah, I got to go. Yeah. And so I was watching him like battle and, and fight the pain and the, and, and, and the tightness. And, yeah. and I'm over there running and trying to get him more fluids and stuff like that. And uh, it became so compelling to watch. It was almost as if you're watching like your son, like in football yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Like he was going out there and he was smashing with the big boys. He would get knocked up, but knocked down, but he'd get right back up. And yeah. I remember one time just like literally like just crying. Like I remember like kind of give me emotion on because um, yeah, yeah. I just realized like like this is what fatherhood is about. When you can find and see your son grow up in front of you, yeah. you can see your son yes. all these different, you know, um morals and ethics and, and attributions that you have tried to install in these values, try to install in, in your child, both Daisy and I, and you can see it work itself out. Most kids would have quit. Most kids wouldn't have want, thought about taking 50 classes, but there is desire and a discipline that I'm going to ride this out because I want it that bad. Yeah. And I've always told Josh, I will support you in anything you want to do as long as you show me that you want it. Yes. You want it, meaning what are you going to do to sacrifice and make it happen? And watching him do that, I mean, I literally was like bawling and crying. I remember uh, Kalani's uh, partner, she was just like, oh my God, like, why are you crying? I'm like, because I'm just so proud. Like yeah. this kid shouldn't even be taking as many classes. Like, like, like he's, he's like, probably should have said stop dancing because you really are like hurt, but he he was he was so defined because he wanted to go out there and not just he loved it number one, yeah. but also prove that he was worthy to be there in See, that environment. I think I think you're a competitor too, right? Yeah. So you get it. Like you got that rocky moment where you're not gonna throw the towel in. You're gonna go all rounds, even if you're gonna get knocked up, right? And so I think you get that for Josh. And I'll share this too. When I met Josh, I thought he was a ninja, quiet professional. 
doesn't speak a lot, goes in classes, murders, right? It comes out and just so respectful. I think hearing stories like that, I understand why he works so hard and why you'd be so proud in those moments. Oh. And he just... The, the nicest, nicest, nicest man. He's a nice man, right? He's a nice kid. He's a nice man. To me, he's still a kid. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's so funny because um, Daisy and I have, have done a great job. When we got married, the biggest thing for her was like, she felt like there was a lot of time missed out um, at being married, not having two people in a relationship to help Josh follow his dream. So when yeah. we got married, that's when when we were able to put Josh in dance class. Josh has only been dancing, honestly, for about, going on maybe five or six years now yeah but he took more classes in that one oh, week yeah. than most people did all right. year <laughs> um and and so we've we've done a great job partnering it up i mean the the late nights 12 one o'clock two o'clock in the morning on the work night me going get it. Pick it, i'm taking me waiting in the car for josh to come up because yeah. we knew how much he loved it but i mean i can tell you like 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 our our drives to any any time he's dancing he'll tell you like i'm i'm i mean this is this is gonna get out now but it's ruthless i'm like Josh, whoever the best dancer is in in the class, stand next to him, and I want you. Hell to yeah! Now I want not only that. But every time you go and dance, whoever you're dancing next to, I want you to do such a good job that they just want to quit and never want to take <laughs> dance again. Like the less people you have to worry about, the less competition. Right. Go ahead and just show them that, like, nah, this this guy, I'm just too good, and I just need to leave. Yeah. You know? Like kill him. That's, That's what I'm saying. That's why I think he's a ninja. Because <laughs> no, he's so nice, but I see that when he's dancing. Yeah. So, I mean, luckily he's never danced next to me. So, but uh, but I've seen it when I've seen him in groups because you, you watch this kid, this man, yeah. and uh, you're like, amazing. And he's so good and he, he dances from such a pure heart, from such a pure place, you don't even get jealous, right? Like, that's what I love about Josh and why I think you guys did such a nice job about it is I, I'm older than him. I've danced longer than him, nowhere near his skill level, right? But I'm like, I don't even get jealous. There's such a respect of someone did something right along the way. Yeah. I love that you're doing what you love to do. And so this conversation means so much to me because I have this kid now who is learning to walk, right? And we talk about Josh is just murdering classes. Uh, and Taylor and I have conversations daily about what is this kid going to be into? When is he going to figure it out, right? Because I love dance, but I didn't touch it until I was 21, 22, I was always into hip hop, always into music, right? I was emceeing, I was writing all the time, like all that. And I was like, I finally found dance because I was chasing girls, right? Uh, but I hope, I hope my son finds that. And when he does, I lean in the way you did, right? I lean in like, if I don't know anything about it, we're going to go travel across the country and make that happen. So with Josh being 18 now, right? He wants to move to LA. After everything's over, I'm sure he's going to find his way. Right? Does that mean how are you going to handle that distance? I, I you got cheerleaded from for a little bit further now, right? Like yeah, it is. Watching his mom when he turned eighteen, watching her extremely emotional, especially when uh, before this whole COVID nineteen, he was yeah, ready to leave the summer and and, and I remember there, um, watching her really really take it hard, and I'm like, don't worry, baby, he's gonna be great. If, you know, we this is when we gotta trust our parenting. Every all the values we've installed in him. This is when we gotta really trust the process. You know, the yes. process. We gotta trust the process. Trust the process. He's, yes, he's gonna make mistakes, but he's gonna bounce back because he understands what grinding it is, grinding means and what what being disciplined and prioritizing means. He's got this. You know, yes. Related, he. And you taught him how to wake up in the morning. He, and go to work. Prioritizing everything, most yeah. important thing. So. 
But at the side, on the side, like, I was over crying. <laughs> I was like a baby crying yeah. because um, the thought of him being away from me and something happening to him and not being able to be there for him was heartbreaking. And it's still heartbreaking thinking about it because he is going to leave. COVID-19 yeah. is eventually going to be gone. He's right. going to go out there and he's going to, whether it's dance or some other career, he's going to leave the nest. Yeah. And and that's when you have to learn how to love truly from the bleachers. Oh. Really in the bleachers. And that's the hard part. So like, like right now, like, you know, like these moments with him yeah. every day, you know, with your son, like, Embrace those moments and enjoy Loving every it. second yeah. because I remember when watching um, Happy Feet with Josh <laughs> when he was little and, yeah, yeah. and him loving that that movie. Watch the movie like five times in a row. Like it was I bet. bet. It was, so they just the type of person whatever he likes he'll keep watching it over and over again. I but I remember it. he loved that movie so much that that he was trying to like be Happy Feet and, and <laughs> I remember taking his vans and like gluing quarters to the bottom of so, it. so they could tap so they could tap so he was out that now of course I'm sure Daisy and his grandparents were like oh my god what a job right right but that's just it like like those little moments and them getting in your lap and hugging you and kissing you and, and you the know, best right now the best. Because, and that's why I say, love it and enjoy it. Yeah. Because in a blink of an eye, yeah. they're 18 talking about, hey, man, what's up? Like, <laughs> elbows. Like, oh. You know, like. Oh, I can't like, wait. I can't wait to embarrass him. I'm not going to lie. Oh, that's the best part. I can't wait to pick him up, just give him a big old kiss and hug. I, here's the thing. I hope he's cool enough to lean back, to lean back in and be like, yeah, I'm going to hug my dad back. Absolutely. Absolutely. I didn't get that. And so I didn't understand how yeah. cool it was. To, to love your dad and show affection until after school is done. You know, I wish I would have like, yeah, like don't tease me real quick. Like this is real. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. let me have this moment, but I can't wait to embarrass the shit out of him. Cause it's tough though. Cause <laughs> you think about, like, think about when you were a teenager, like, like you're trying to figure it out. Cause I think honestly, like the worst time for anybody is to teenager years. Adolescent years, like the worst. There's too much stuff going on. Oh, it's too, and, I mean. And outside, inside your body. Like, absolutely, absolutely. Insane. And and so like you're trying to like take guidance, yeah, you know, from your family and from your your parents, but at the same time you're still trying to show that you're mature enough to handle any situation that comes your way. And you you know everything. And you know everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all you gotta do is like you know hop on Instagram and you know everything. So oh, that like, makes it even worse. Okay. So 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 like so like you know like like and that's the tough part because everyone like it's so funny because like people always come to these and they're like oh, you guys are such cool parents and we're like. You know, Josh, you hear that? We're cool parents. And Josh, like, Side note, I mean, let me jump real quick. You're not like cool parents. You're the best dressed parents. Oh, we appreciate that. Anytime we go out, I mean, y'all, you can see the kicks right now, but. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. You no, know, we, 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 uh, that's just saying we all have the same style. We all have the same. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We all, like, our palettes, like, our color palettes to so just, like, the things that we see in, like, is all, like, we're a very close family. I like and that, I think yeah. that's the hard part, too, is just, like, you know, like, you, you have to, like, accept them. I remember when he was 16 and, and. You know, he got a little like he got a little front with me in the response. Like, oh, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm I'm the father here. I'm the dad. Hey, yeah, you'll have your moment one day to shine. But right now, you ain't shining here. Yeah, like, yeah. But but you know, like you have to also, and I think that's it. That, that's the key is that you really have to. You have to understand that you don't know a damn thing, and that every day is yeah. a new opportunity to learn something more about yourself. And I think. Every parent yeah. wants to be the best parent, but I think in order to be the best parent, you have to accept that you're gonna. There are gonna be days where you're absolutely the worst parent. 
Uh, when you're the worst I'm parent. so I'm scared of that. I'm not gonna lie. I'm so yeah. new at this thing. I'm scared of it. But here's what, something I'll share too is, <clears throat> I, based on what I've seen, and a lot of my friends are just having kids or they have kids that are very, very young still. And the dads that I talk to are still very wanting to be Superman, right? They're very worried about the day that they lose superhero status. Yeah, yeah. And I get it. it it's, it's, it's an ego thing. We talked briefly about masculinity and male ego, right? Uh, but I'll share this. As a son, the day I realized my dad wasn't Superman was the day we got closer. Because I realized he was a human. He was a man. Yeah. And I was trying to be a man. And so it made it more attainable to see that he was flawed. So, you know, Josh is older now. You guys have a, a very special relationship. You know, does he still see you as Superman? Like, I, I think he does. I mean, what, you know, he's, I, never, he's never told me that. Uh, yeah. Shout out Josh. Uh, let me know if uh, you think I'm a superhero. Uh, <laughs> hopefully it's a good one, like Wolverine. Um, no, but um, nah, I, dude, I think... The I, Beast. Yeah, that'd be tight. Uh, I, think for, I think for Josh... Um, you know, I think the most important thing is that you know, you, like you, you hint on it, is that you have to show and, and and be transparent about your flaws as a man. Wait, and we don't get taught that. No, not at all. Yeah. I, I think we're still learning some of this thing in this generation. And you're only a little bit older than me. A little bit. I'm gonna give you a little, little bit of credit. But I, I feel comfortable saying that our pops stoicism heavy, right? The less you talk, the more you keep it in. That's just kind of that the fortress you built. That was strength, right? Right. And now it's about how transparent can you be. So this is new ground for for me going in. I feel like you've navigated it so well. Well, you gotta, man. Society tries to put has been doing it for generations. Tries to put the definition of what a man is, and I, and I think the stigma of what a man is, I think, has has blinded a lot of men, and it's definitely like definitely caused a lot of conflict between father and son relationships in many ways. Father, son, mother, anyone in the Anybody. house. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Because ideally a man is only strong when he doesn't show emotion or when a man is is always the leader and always knows what's best. And and that's just it. Like that's heavy. It, it, to, to know what's best all the time? Impossible. Nah. And that's why you have to be transparent, because think about it. Like I'm 38 years old and I am still learning how to be the best version of myself. Yeah. And I'm probably going to be doing that to the day I die. So why not use that as a way to coach in the moment and be a parent yeah. at the same time? Because I want Josh to know that no matter where he's at in his life, he can always become and get better as a person. Yes. And so the only way I can show that is showing him my flaws and going over like, yeah, yeah honestly, like she messed up with your mom. I probably should have paid a little bit more attention <laughs> to what she was saying or her needs, or maybe I should have had a better response. That's yeah. my bad. And you need to know that's my bad because you're going to be in that same situation eventually. Right, and so, right. Like, so that like, you have to be transparent. And and here's the thing, like young parents, because we're, you know, we're all young parents in a sense. You, we have this idea that we want to be our ch child's best friend. And then at the parent at the same time, it's really hard to like seesaw balance that. It really is. Is it? I mean, you, you make it look, I mean, uh, granted again, yeah, we don't have uh, a huge foundation in our friendship. I love you already. Right. But it seems like you manage it decently well, and you've been doing it for a while now. It's just it. Every day is a new day. Like I said, if you can embrace when you're the worst parent, um, it'll make being it'll make you appreciate how good of a parent you really are, because you're going to make mistakes. Like that's the thing we tell our children every every yeah. day. Um, it's okay to make mistakes as long as you learn from them. 
Right, right. But then we don't hold ourselves to the same mentality. Like, your children need to know that not only is it okay to make mistakes, be honest about the mistakes, take yes. accountability. Yeah. But at the same time, um, embrace that humility and make sure that you're going to, you know, start your day the next day better off and, and actually, you know, take what you've learned and where your mistakes right. are and actually apply them. And you have to do that with your children. Yeah. But you can, and the thing is, is you can, you can, when I say balance is that you can still be disciplinary. Yeah, yeah. Right. And you can still be a parent, but it's always about how you, like, how you show your child. Right. And how the conversations are. Like, you know, you have parents that yell, you have parents that <laughs> scream, you have parents yeah, yeah. that just give you looks, you have parents. Josh will tell you, like, <laughs> When he does something wrong or we have a conversation, conversation, I try to get into his soul. I try to get into his heart. Like, oh, man. Like, it's just like I try to talk to him in a way where it is this. It's not just this moment. Yeah. It's 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 this moment can can actually transcend to how you're going to uh, okay. life. Okay, but, I see it, I see it. And doing it in a way that- You went that, Disney on them. Yeah, absolutely. You, I'm, I'm straight going like, like you're, you like hip hop, so I'm, yeah. trying to, I'm straight trying to go like Kendrick Lamar and Nas. Yes. I'm trying to do the double entendres. I'm trying Ooh, to be straight lyrical. Yes, tell them. At the same time, still still have a catchy beat. When I say catchy beat, is still I'm still trying to make it fun. I'm still trying to make it relative with analogies, with things in his own life that he can see, yeah. where he can laugh at himself. Because I think we all know like the best part about life is when you don't take yourself serious and you can laugh at your laugh at yourself. So yeah. being able to do it that way, still being hard and firm, but still making it to where it's fun and we're still laughing at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. I think that's when you can balance out being like a parent and a cool best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that if you're trying, and that's another thing too, is we grew up in a world where our parents try to hide a lot of stuff from us and, and weren't honest. 100%. So I don't know how to, in Asian households, I bet. bro, like Aquafina has this movie right now. Have you heard of this? Have you seen it? No, I heard about it. I heard about it too. So I, I need to watch it. But yeah. if anyone that doesn't know, it's about how her, her grandmother or grandfather, someone in that family is dying and no one tells them. No one. They're just like, we're going to have a family reunion and no one's going to tell them. So great example I'll share. My, my mom is a breast cancer survivor, right? She didn't tell me until after she was already cleared. After. Ooh. Right? And I, had, I, was, I was 22. I just got back from the, like some army training, young stud, like I'm just ready to go, like ready. And my mom hits me with this. My mom's going to die? Wait, you didn't die? You didn't tell me? Like, what if, what if you didn't get cleared, right? And so now, Tay are trying to figure out, because I'm raised, I'm, I still feel this. If you got problems, you keep that in-house. But we can't, we can't be that way with our children, I'm, I'm learning. No. Like, there needs to be a certain level of, they don't need to know everything, but they need to know, sometimes mom and dad are going to fight. Yeah, I think when it becomes like mom and dad, you know. You, I, I don't know. Like, how do you guys handle that? Like, does, does Josh know? When you're when you were upset at Daisy, I mean, do you guys fight he in does front of now. him? He's very, like, <laughs> I, I think I think every I think every parent goes in like if we're, we don't if we're not agreeing, we're gonna agree to disagree and not do it in front of the kids. Right, like, everybody but, has a that that saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. but is that old school? 
Or is that just I like, think it's old school. or is that proper? Like, I know? think it's proper. Okay. I think the old school component is basically telling your kids no and not explaining why. Oh, I hate that. That, that to me is like, because I said so. Because I, that's the dumbest thing ever. I hate that. I said so. I like, hate right? it. Yeah, yeah. Like you should never do drugs and you should never drink and, and don't have sex. And as a kid, you're like, but they, but my you mom did. and dad had <laughs> me at this age. <laughs> right, so, right. And then like, dad telling me not to drink and, but you're over there drinking. Like you, you, you put these, these double uh, standards. standards. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is where trust is not truly built because then your yep. kids are going to have doubt about you. Like my parents are not really being honest. So what are they keeping me from? And what ends up happening yeah. is like, you're like, my parents must be keeping me something from something that might actually be fun. Or they're going to keep, as the kid keeps stuff from the parents right. in return, right? And then there's no honesty. Yes. And then everybody keeps everything secret. And then, then thing, that's when things happen because we already know that yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's when bad things happen when people are not being honest. I mean, yeah. you know, they were, they were saying is like the God shines, shines light on everything. Like, it's so funny because like the, like the truth always comes to the surface. You know always. I mean? like, and so like parents know too, like when you're doing something, you I was going to ask, do, yeah. do you know when, when Josh is misbehaving or like, Hell yeah, because it's just a feeling. <laughs> because you, like you, it's like you know them, like you know them, like when like when they're worried or they're stressed out. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Come here, man. Come here. <laughs> What's up? Like yeah. nothing. No, 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 no. Nothing yesterday, but something today. What's right. up? Yeah, and yeah. So it's like it's it's those things, and I I think that like I you know when it goes back to like we all don't want to argue in front of our kids. It's gonna happen. Yeah. But sometimes maybe when you argue with 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 your spouse and and it. it and maybe it doesn't end well. I think it's also a learning opportunity because, you know, I think as a man, and I always tell this to Josh, like the true meaning of being a man is always doing the right thing, even when no one's looking. And Integrity. when it's the hardest thing. Yeah. And, and knowing when to just tap out and say, that's me. That's, that's, that's on me. That's hard. Hell yeah, it's hard. Hard. Especially when it comes with the wife. Oh, how hard I'm, it is. I'm, well, I'm still learning, right? I, I, I think I think we're getting into this conversation kind of organically, which I love. My question was going to be, you know, you, you have a kid. How do you balance being a dad versus being a husband? Right? Like, Tay and I have had conversations about, hey, Elijah's here now. You and I need to be number one still, right? Mm -hmm. So that we can be mentally, emotionally right to take care of the kid. And in theory, that sounds good. I'll be honest. I mean, it's it's it sounds good to me right now, but you got time in, right? Yeah. Like, is Get it some time in? <laughs> um, how do you guys approach it? Because I could tell right away how much you love Daisy. I'm a romantic. Hearing how you guys kind of figured it out in the beginning, I love that story. So, how have you done it, year after year after year, while raising, from what I can tell, a great young man? Um, I think for every man, I think the hardest part is not getting complacent. Like, think okay, about what do you mean? So think about this. From day one, like the moment we turned 14, 15, we started really noticing girls. Like we we want to hurry up and get a job. <laughs> we want to get a job because we want to look better. And the only way we can look better is if we get a job, make money. Or so you we get can the money. Yes. Then you get the power. That's right. Uh, yep. You already know. Yep. So pretty much since since our adolescent years, we've been doing everything we can to find the proper and, and 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 the right dime piece in our lives. Yes. So, you know, and, and think about it. Everything we do has been in many ways, you say you're MCing, whatever. Yeah. There's not one guy I've ever met that hasn't done something just to try to get a girl's attention. 
That's, so, but that's ingrained, right? It's ingrained. That's 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 it's uh, ingrained. Darwinism. That's Darwinism. Like, absolutely. We, we gotta we gotta make sure we reproduce we as gotta, men. We gotta reproduce. So yeah. you spend your whole time chasing. Yeah. That you finally find the right one, and you find that dying piece. You find that special girl, the girl of your dreams, and then you forget about the importance of the chase. Oh. Because think about it, the woman. Uh, listen, we know this. Like yeah, the woman yeah. knows like. Like two seconds, if she would even give you the time of day. Oh yeah. Like most off of us, half the bat. Most yeah. of us, we open our mouth and it's 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 a, it's a right, wrap. right, right, right. right. Eh, next one. Yes. So so, for when we're chasing that woman, we are going to above and beyond. Yeah. To prove to her that we are worthy of their loving. Yes. Um. That and then we get them. You can't forget that chase. Mm. You have when people say like oh people say like oh make sure that romance is always alive keep the romance alive <laughs> it's it's dip it's I think it's deeper I think that uh, you know I think it's deeper than that because it's not just keeping the romance alive you can be romantic in so many different ways from the smallest to the biggest right but it's the chase it's the taking time and the paying attention to the details that you did when you were first after her yes and still applying it. Now, even after 10, 15, 20 years. How long you guys been together now? Um, golly. So we've been married like five d- years. Dating included. So we've been married five years and we have been dating, um, I would say over 10 years now. So you got twice as much time because I've been, I've been friends with Taylor for almost a decade now, but uh, we started, we were friends for the longest time. Much like you, I was, I was with someone else at the time. We were friends, became best friends. Things fell apart. Tay was there for for me through all of it, and so we had this great foundation of being friends first. But that's why it's different for us. I feel like, and why I appreciate you saying that, because I didn't, we didn't really have to chase okay. initially, right? I had to learn how to love her um, as as my spouse, yeah, yeah, right. Not just love her as my my best friend, who I know we're gonna get through the world together, but have something romantically. And then there's no doubt anybody who knows me and Taylor know like I'm crazy for her and it's and vice versa, hopefully, right? Like, uh, but it, it it's a learning process right now. And now that we have this, you know, this amazing boy, time is limited, right? Absolutely. Stress is there. Absolutely. And I think this is I think now more so like life brings you so much more distractions, whether it's sports or watching a football game or watching yeah, yeah. a basketball game or talking about sports, sports right now. or texting or <laughs> texting and Instagramming yeah. with your friends, whatever it may be. Like, like you also have to remember like like be be as much as you want your best friends to be aware or to be thoughtful of you. Yes. As a person, you have to apply that same mentality to to your spouse. Yeah, and and it's it's, it, I mean, there's times where Daisy has to check me, like, hey, like, we haven't spent no time together. You've been busy all day. Like, she still does the same thing too. You know, like, like I get like, busy working. Yeah, and in my mind, we talk about the idea of being a man. I had to get checked so hard two years ago, maybe even this past year, of when we found we were pregnant. I went overtime on work. Right, I was like, I gotta provide. Mm-hmm. I gotta make sure. I mean, we have we have, we're comfortable, right? I gotta make sure that this stays comfortable. Make sure that when he comes, like he's provided for. Like she doesn't have to worry about anything. And eventually, she's like, No, th- this matters. We're gonna figure the rest of this out. And that's why I love Taylor because I asked her early on. I was like, Is love enough? Yes or no? I don't care what the answer is, but we have to have the same answer. Yeah. Right, and we did. 
And so uh, that's crazy. That sounds like you guys are already doing it, though. We tr- we're trying. Yeah. I mean, every day is is a new thing, and sometimes days will pass by before we realize, you know, we need to talk, we need to catch up. I think that's why the podcast has been helpful because it it forces us to sit down. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I appreciate it, and um, and I always learn something new about her, and I always appreciate her more for it. But I I will say, you know, having a kid or just something else new in life puts a stressor on that relationship, and I think I've learned. And I want you to correct me if I'm wrong here, okay? Because I'm where I'll learn is we have to grow at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we should we need to grow, if not in parallel each other, at least aware of each other. Absolutely. Right? Because my worry is if we don't stay connected, we're gonna grow for the better in different ways. And I want I, I don't want to lose the family, you know, like yeah, this, yeah. this family is so important to us. And you've done such a nice job of it over the last few years. How much do you think your family dynamic is going to change when Josh leaves and you're empty nesting right now? I think it's going to be. Is Daisy going to get tired of you? I hope not. <laughs> Please don't. Did she shave you? Like, did you shave your head? Did no, that you? no, no. I, I, I did that to me. She doesn't like it, but it's okay. <laughs> She's learning to love me. That's love. That's, a, that's love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fact. Uh, but I think, I, think it, I think we've even noticed with a lot of time that Josh has traveled, it's, it's allowed us to spend a lot more time together. Even the simple things like. Like making each other. You guys take advantage of it. Yeah, absolutely. Take it. Like just even having a cup of coffee together and just talking. Like Daisy loves to talk. Daisy is the most talkative person in the morning. And is she really? Oh yeah, I'm not. So she'll tell me I'm not a morning person. Mm. But since I'm not a morning person, it's just I don't get live and get going. Like one <laughs> or two o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon. That's just yeah. me. Like Daisy, like she'll wake up and then be like seconds, and she's already talking about the day tomorrow. Like, Taylor's the same way. Like and it's just like, and then you're just like I'm I what? Yeah. You no, know, it's like and so it's. I think that I think what you're saying, and it reminds me of like my favorite, one of my favorite songs, um, by Common Light. Yeah. Um, you know, he says, I, "We won't wear matching shirts, but I will match your work." Yes. I think that's the key. I think. I think that that. Yeah, I need to get that tied somewhere. Parallel, absolutely, <laughs> the whole parallel thing. I think that like, I don't like you don't want your partner. Yeah. Um, to be. But you don't, absolutely not. You also don't want them to be so far from your your yeah. morals and your ethics that you're you're just so far apart. Yeah. And so like that's you know I told this to Josh too. Like you want to find somebody that um, you're not gonna wear matching outfits, but you are literally going to be a reflection of each other yeah. inside. Yeah. And, and understanding that, and, and 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 it is important that. And here's the thing: is men we. Absolutely, sometimes are not, I guess, knowledgeable, and I say this as my as a man myself, or responsive to our spouse's feelings and emotions. Sometimes yeah. we'll look at their emotions and feelings as if, come on, like really, like let's, let's see. We get in all types of stuff tonight because we're fixers, right? right? Right. So when I come home and Taylor's tell me about her day, right. I'm waiting to hear the problem so I can, and I don't know, maybe you tell me, I don't know if it's because, um, because I want to shortchange the conversation a little bit and like, like let's move on to something else right. or because I want to be a savior. I think it's both. You, you think so? I think it's both. Cause I think it's both. Cause I need, I know like, I mean, think about it. It's a classic line. I always say this, like, well, I'm going to come home from her job. Like for me, <laughs> once I'm done with work, 
I clocked I'm out. Done. I'm done. I'm not talking about oh, nothing. No. You come home from work, and that was the first thing when we first, because we, uh, just so you know, I know we never, we didn't move into with each other until we got married. Really? Yes. Yeah, so we never moved. So that was the hardest part, number one. When we moved but you're committed now, though. Oh, absolutely. But, <laughs> but that, I remember that first week, it was tough because I not only have Daisy, I have Josh. And I, I was used to coming home being quiet. Like, I sit there for like, a good 30 minutes, watch ESPN, get over my 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 day at work, and then I'm good. <laughs> but now I have to come home and talk about my job? Oh, no. So or listen to or a, job you, a job you don't know nothing about? Nothing about? Well, she already know there's like two people at her job or, or their job that Damn they it, just Karen. don't like. Right. And he's like, and if, if Bob or Karen or yeah, Billy yeah. made their day messed up, you got to hear about it. And, and you can't like, say anything. And you can't say nothing. No. Because, because like, the classic line is a woman's like, I can't stand Karen. I hate this job. And the first thing a man was like, well, just quit and find a new job. If I wanted your opinion, I would have asked. I <laughs> just right. want you to listen. I just right. want you to listen. And it's right. just like, I think that's the thing. I think, A, we want to be fixers. And also, B, we as men will sit here and try to basically dictate what's important or what emotions are important. Yes. And that's not fair. No, it's, it's not. It's not fair. Now, you have to check yourself. And, man, Daisy's really good about checking me on that because I think <laughs> in the beginning, I was I was like, I was like, like we need to move on. What? Like, I don't like when someone tells me I need to move on. Like, if I want to be fixated on something, I want to be fixed. Let me, let me feel what I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah. How am I doing it to my wife? Yes. That's not cool. See, I've, I've had to get to a point now recognizing that where when Taylor starts, I won't say venting, but like she's just speaking about or recapping her day. I have to physically ask, hey, do you want me to listen right now? Or do you want me to help navigate the situation? And you just let me know. So I know how to approach so it properly. Approach. That's a great way to go. I'm trying. It. I'm trying. But I, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I don't even care what she says. I'm still going to try to fix it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it is so bad. But um, I, I recognize and I appreciate the fact that she even wants to tell me about her day. Because that's, I think I get more worried when she doesn't say anything. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, I think, I think it's just the patience. When we talk about the ego again. I think, yeah, yeah. I think, what, I think the, the best thing that man can, can, can have is a good ego. Yeah. You know, and, and, Definitely can. I think we need a little. We need a little bit of. Absolutely, you got bravado. You got to have that. But at the same time, I think that you definitely get 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 in our own our own way. Yes. Because you know, no man wants to be told he's wrong. No man. I don't care what man like. like, Especially from from your your wife, because you still feel like you got to be the leader of your family. So the moment you're told you're wrong, like like you have to like I I know the self conscious sometimes. You know, I'm over here trying to fight the good fight. I know I'm not. And in the back of my head, like. If I'm wrong, if I show her or tell her I'm wrong, it's a show weakness. Yeah. You gotta get past the battle. I call it the battle. Because you're, you're why are you going to war with 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 the person that you love the most? Like that should be on your team. Should be on your team. Because if if listen, we know this. Our wives are the most honest creatures to us. I know tell it's hurtful. Up. It's disrespectful sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but we need it because it, I always say this. We need to take the man and the woman out the situation. Um, when my when my best friends John or my 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 mentor Jesse, like when we're wrong, we're hard on each other. We nail each other, like bro, like what, and we give it to each other. Like I think that. you need to have that as men, as men, right? Because we don't too many yes men. That's right. You too many, have too many yes men. Because uh, most most yes men are, are really not your friends anyway. That's they're, right. They're, and here's the funny thing about it: they're treating you. They're like, oh, just get over it. They're treating you the exact same way. You treat your one. Oh, Think okay. about that for yeah. because it boils down yeah, to yeah. you just want it. You just want it to be done with because you don't want to hear about it. You don't want to care about it. And, and, and there's times that you don't want to, and of course there's times you want to fix it. 
but you're always playing, you know, that thin line. Yeah. And so like, that's why there's times I have to literally tell myself, Chris, is what you're doing more important to make sure that you and your wife and you and Daisy are good. So stop what you're doing. She's telling you you're not listening to me. Yeah. I may not want to listen to your problems, but I have to think about how many times that I've brought useless or stupid conversations yeah. to her and she listened to it. Because mm. think about it. We, us guys, we talk about some dumb things. Like we bring up some dumb <laughs> yeah, things. All day. Like think about how many times our women are like, you know, have had rough days and we're like, hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> you you, you know, look good right you look now, good. though. What's up? And she's like, really? Really? So like we have to be able to to acknowledge that like as guys, we can be really stupid and 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 being able to accept that and being able to actually do a better job as being men to our yeah yeah. So let me, let me ask you this then right now. Are, are you good on time? Yeah yeah. I'm sure. Okay, because uh, I'm, really, I'm really enjoying this conversation. So I could tell. I mean, so it's the utmost respect to you and Daisy, but I could tell you got game. Ooh. Okay, I, but, but I mean this respectfully, right? So yeah. I could tell you are confident that you know how to navigate a conversation, yeah. right? You know how to be genuinely interested, right? Uh, and I'm sure that, that women appreciate that. And that's probably served you well before Daisy, right? It had its benefits. <laughs> right, and I'm sure it served Daisy well as well, right? Mm -hmm. Josh is a good looking kid. And he's going to navigate some of that stuff too as a young man. And, you know, I'm kind of saying I have no problem talking to women, right? Like good looking guy, man. I try to be like you, oh, man. you know, but, uh, and my kid is cute. Oh, he's, he's, he's cute. He's going to be a killer. One Them day. Eyes? Oh man. Oh Just man. His little, he, he does a smile with one, only one side. He's that smile right there. He has that one right there. Are you his daddy? No, no. All right. No. So, but the question I have is, we have to navigate those conversations and relationships, right? And you've, I'm assuming, been through some some thicker conversations with Josh about relationships, yeah. women, um, you know, respecting women. Because you respect Daisy more. I, you love her. So I could just tell this already, right? Um, and that's a good foundation for Josh. But he's a good-looking kid, right? He needs to figure out what's his own. So how do you... How do you parent that? I am. It's funny because I, when Josh started talking to girls, I, for the most part, especially a lot of the girls that come Josh's way, everybody would be like, hey, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, your son. He's, that's crazy, right? He's killing it. And I would be like, I don't want to talk to girls. Really? Yo, and that's, and I because, became, because he's focused on because dance I know, and stuff or because. You just want to be protected. Like, well, what is it? It's both. I, I think it's a protection. I realize like that how much is it when you're young, yeah. it's, it's it's very easy to get in long, drawn-out relationships that pull you from you being able to grow as a person. So I'm a relationship guy. Yeah. Are, are you? I'm a relationship guy. I also had to realize that there's – there is an unhealthy, there's also unhealthy components about being in relationships at a very, very young age. There's like a dependency thing about it. There's a absolutely. And especially, especially when you involve, you know, sex, you yes. get easily attached. 
You know, like like people oh. don't understand. Like they take it for granted. Oh, absolutely. I've never been one to easily, and you know, I'm not gonna put everything out there for everybody. But uh, between Taylor and my my ex, there was a season where I had to be single. I had to figure out what that space was. Had to figure out how to be comfortable being at home alone. I know you say you enjoyed it a lot. I wasn't comfortable being in the house alone. I would find myself texting people or texting Taylor. Like, hey, what are you doing? Like, just even to catch up or text my boys, being dependent on just, just chill out for a little bit, yeah. right? And it wasn't until I was comfortable with that that I could tell Taylor, hey, I think I'm ready for the love that you're trying to give me right now, right? So, it, how are you protecting Josh? It's I, I, I say I don't say protecting Josh. Yeah, right? yeah. It, it, it's it's going back to the process. Are going back to trusting the process. Okay. You know, I think for me, I think when I see Josh, I see how talented he is and I see how much he wants to be a professional dancer. So for me, I don't want him to lose focus on that. And I also tell him this all the time. <laughs> right now, he is the, you know, and I'll, I'll I'm. It's not commodity. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to say it so I don't get too deep into it because, you, know, you know, I mean, he might be watching this or, you know, but it's, I tell him all the time. And the long as you can stay being a virgin, you will have all the power. Yeah, yeah. Because the moment you give up and you become intimate with a with a woman, yeah, it it is it is the greatest feeling. Not only physically, yeah, it is the greatest feeling emotionally and mentally. Um, it makes it, it is probably the first addiction that you'll ever have in your life. The oh yeah, the first. I get sex. it. It is, and now because of that sensation, you feel like you got to have it all the time so then on the other side if you have a person you're talking to that doesn't have you in their best interest are there they maybe not even know that they're immature and that they, yeah, they're, yeah, not, yeah. they're not the a right person for you um now you're becoming dependent of that feeling and sensation and you are getting it confused with love you're taking lust and you're confusing it with love and yeah. the next thing you know you're in a relationship for five years that's just a horrible just unhealthy relationship because of those attachments that sex has brought on. Yeah. And this is tough for me to say because I, I, listen, we're, this is grown talk, right? Yeah, yeah. This is grown talk. Speak on it. Listen, I love sex. We all love sex. Who doesn't? But sex is great. It's the most amazing thing ever. Yeah. Probably the best workout. Run calories. <laughs> That's Hell, right. Shoot. Yeah. If they tell you out there going to the gym, just, Put the gym in the bedroom. That's what you gotta do. The point being is that we know that we have been in relationships and everything was just based off of sex, but everything else was bad. So bad. And a lot of times you spent some of your good young years where you can just learn about yourself and who you wanna be. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, focus on your goals that you get lost in these bad relationships. And the next thing you know, you're 24, 25, you're like, man, I've been in a relationship for five years. And I have no earthly idea of who I am and who I want to be. And I don't know how to be alone. Like, yeah. and, I, and I'm saying this because I yeah. was that same person. Same, and yeah. So, so it, I had to be a single for a whole two years. So I think maybe Daisy sets you up. She puts you in rehab for a year, chasing it down. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's, it's, so with Josh is like, I think for him, he's very, very mature. And, and, and he, his, he, he seems that way. Here's the thing. He's, He's going to make mistakes. He is. And, and that's just it too, is that it's hard to balance out because just it's hard to tell a child or tell someone that's young, a young adult that I'm telling you this because I know. And I, an adolescent will tell you, yeah. 
well, how do you know it's going to be different for me? You got to feel the fire a little bit, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so you, you, you have to really like, you also have to trust our process too as becoming adults. Yeah. And that's a scary part. I mean, at some point you got to just realize they may end up in a spot they don't want to be in. And you can't, can't do you can't scoop all the time. Can't save them. I yeah. can't, I can't. That's when I really want to That's hard for me right now. Oh, absolutely. Because my, my son's so little, mm-hmm. I can literally scoop him up if I need to. Right? If I see him falling, absolutely. I catch him right now. So to imagine him at Josh's age, you know, hoping that he's half as mature as Josh is, half as smart, half as dedicated as he is, right? Um, to, to make the right decisions or to be able to get himself out of predicaments if he makes a mistake. I'm like, oh, my hand is still here. I, I'm going to pull it back. I'm not going to do it. So, but, but Josh is also a dancer. Boy, I are sexy. Dude, I think Josh. Dance dude, equals sex. Even when Josh was like 16 and 17, um, a lot of the girls, cause we, we, you know, it, we're going to have like, you know, they're for, forever. We yeah, controlled yeah. his Instagram page. Yeah. So, I mean, the DMs were. No, really, you kidding me. Really, At 16? ridiculous grown-ass women and they think they thought josh was like 18 or older you know what well because I mean? he dances like he's grown and i tell you josh is such a good kid because there's been times where he you have to tell some of these these older women hey i'm only 16 now i think this is why i know i have a good kid because if i was josh and i could dance and i was his age i'd ride I'd be that slaying it i would ride that until i was forced to say my age yes. but that's what i tell you he's just such a good kid and that's why yes. i'm always impressed with him because like I just, and you know, that's why I always say, you don't have to worry about being better than me because you're already better than me because you already see the right pitch. And I think a lot of it too, to give credit to his mom because yeah. you know, she being a, a teenager and, and, and getting pregnant, her story is really special and where she came from and how, as even as a single mother there for a while, um, I think the relationship that Josh has with his mom, I think there's an, this is an amazing amount of respect from Josh and understanding how hard it is to be a young parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and why, if you can avoid it, avoid it. Or, you know, and I say this, and, and I'm not those parents. And I've always said this. The, and this happens in yeah. the Latino community, happens in the Asian community. Sure, yeah. Especially in a lot of minority communities. There's no, there's no healthy talks about conversation. We go back to transparency. Yeah. Like, listen, I want you to wait till you're married to have sex. But... I know it's impossible. You know how I know it? Because I didn't It's impossible. Like, yeah. So it is super impossible. I'm going to tell you, I've always been honest with Josh. I've told him everything about the, the most amazing, all the best things about sex. Yeah. And I've also told him about like, you know, with every, with, with all the great things also come things that can be bad. Yeah. And so I've always told him like, if you feel that this is the person you want to be with and you feel like there's no other way to show your feelings and emotion to this person Yo, hit me up. Let me know so we can get you protected. Right. Whatever we need to do to keep you protected. Yeah. And, I'm, and he'll tell you, I remember when he was like 10, 11, 12, uh, I, I, I would have my friends come around like, Josh, what's the biggest lie a woman can tell you? And he'll tell you, she's on birth control. Boom. That's right. <laughs> Never believe that. Never believe that. Yeah. So, 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 so like, you know, that it's just having those conversations. And yeah. Transparently. And eventually they're going to fall into that well. And yeah. they're going to love that water. And they're going to want to drink, sip from that well every day. It's Especially when you're young. It's crazy because there's so many facets about sex, mm-hmm. right? There's that physical, amazing, blissful, just, right? Uh, and I think you touched on it before is, you know, you, you think you love them 
and you may love them. You may genuinely love them at that age uh, based on the, your understanding of love. But I think the reason why I messed so many people up and the reason why it probably messed me up when I was younger was I confused trust with love because there's an intimacy there, right? Yeah. So I trust you with my body right now. You're trusting me with your body. Is that love? I don't know, but this is where we're at now. It feels like love. <laughs> it feels like I love. I don't know what love I is. Wanna love like, more, I want right? to love some I more. I want to love some more. I want to love some more. I ask you this. Do you think that 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 sex also, in many ways, can truly complicate what could actually potentially be a great relationship? Because you don't get a chance to really, really get to know that person. I think, I think it can, right? And I think, I think some women are very clever about this, right? Like if they don't think there's a relationship happening, they might let you smash. Yeah. Right. Sure. But if they really, really, Today's it for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they think that it's gonna go further, they might hold it out a little bit. I think yeah. men can learn from that yeah. to have that relationship if that's what you want long term. Now, if you just want. If that's just part of who you are, if if physical touch is one of your love languages and you know that and you guys are on the same page, then that needs to be an understanding. Hey, you know, like it's holding hands is nice. Hugging is nice. Physical sex is nice, right? Like, okay, then you could separate that. But that comes with a certain level of maturity. Right? You have to understand some things. And I think that you probably had to have sex a couple of times already with potentially different people to figure out where you stand with it, right? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, I can't, there's only a handful of things I can truly remember, like that that my mom said growing up that was like, triggered. Yeah. But one thing my mom always said, like, you know, if you have sex with everyone that you meet, just remember that the day that you do find the right person, mm. that you've given your part of who you are yes. so, to yeah. so many different people yeah, yeah. that what are you going to really have be able to offer that person right and I know this might sound you know somewhat lame and I'm like some people might roll their eyes because it just seems like it's such a I don't know it's like a corny thing in today's day because we're everything's so over it's so casual exactly so so but you have to realize like like ultimately regardless if you think you're a uh what the kids use player now ball, ball or whatever uh, you just you know you're, you're, you're old man I mean, yeah I was, <laughs> you know whether you think you're one of those guys out there that you just feel like you gotta holler at a lot of a lot of girls or if you're a girl that really feels like the only way you can be accepted is by men wanting your body you have to remember at the end of the day what do you ultimately want yes. ultimately you want somebody to respect you yes you want somebody to love you for who you are yeah. And you want somebody that's really, really, that if you call them at three o'clock in the morning, you had a flat tire and they come and get you. Facts. That's, that's real. Facts. That's, that, we all want those real companions. That's the real three o'clock call in that's the morning, a, right? That's a real, that's a real booty call. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right yeah. yeah. So, so like, 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 you know, if, if, if you know that's what you want. Yeah, yeah. Ask yourself is giving your body to everyone you meet. Is that really going to help you reach true companionship because yeah. probably not it's probably going to cause more scars it's probably going to cause more trauma it's probably going to cause a lot more insecurities than you yeah. ever thought you and would you have to unlearn that then if you ever want to get to a point of a quote-unquote healthy relationship right so growing up i didn't have any of those conversations with my dad right so it says again right we just don't talk about that stuff yeah. and so when i started having intimate relationships with women it was just I was just one of the boys. Yeah. I was just getting it in, right? And it wasn't until I started chasing uh, this girl in high school that I was like, I was in love. I was going to marry this girl, right? Of course. 
church going girl, <laughs> right? I used to run to her house three miles to her aunt's house every day. Mm-hmm. And I would Bible study with her dad uh, just before I could even talk to her. So, right? It's like, God's crazy. He's using me as like, women and, and his families in mysterious ways right now, right? And so I eventually, you know, found, found Christianity through these interactions. But he asked me one day, he's like, why are you talking to my daughter? And I was like, uh, ooh, what did I tell him about this? He goes, what's the point of dating? And I was like, ooh, okay, let me think about this real quick. And it, it hit me. I don't know. It's like, it's because it's I want to find somebody worth spending the rest of my life with. Yeah. Right? And when, when he got me to that answer, I realized it, sex wasn't the thing, right? The real crazy intimacy is that, that true love connection, right? right. And so I started trying to understand and respect it more. But man, as a young man, especially if like, you know, I, I'm using Josh an example right now, but he's a good looking kid, he dances. He doesn't have to chase. No, he doesn't. Right, it's falling in his lap. Grown women yeah. falling in his lap. Yeah. And we admit ourselves, if we were that age, not knowing the things we know now. Absolutely. You know, and I, I think that like, the best thing about being a dad, and you'll find this out. Yeah. Once you start putting, like, you don't want your, you know, we talked about this, you don't want your children to be just like you, but you also want to give them the proper guidance. Yes. Or give them the right, you know, the, I guess the right components of integrity and morals. Yeah. But when you start seeing them and you start watching them, applying them, Without them even knowing, I can't wait. Doing it, I can't wait. You just sit back and you don't even, like, like, you, like you know, like when you when you see your your your, 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 your I don't know if you've seen it yet, but when they start walking and you start and then they fall, you know how you're like you're not supposed to say anything because you don't yeah, want yeah, to yeah. Like, make them start crying. You're like, oh, it's okay, you know. Like, We're there right now. Yeah. So you're like, you know, you you, know, you see them fall, you're like, oh, you want to run to them. You're like, you know, but you want to fall. I'm like, oh, it's okay. He's all right. He's all right. So when you see your your son do exactly what you envision him to do. You don't say anything. You just- You get proud. You just be, stay proud and smile. And then, and then, you know, whenever when you ever have that moment, you, you say, hey, I'm just proud of you, son. You don't even tell him why. Yeah. Just you're proud. Because- The fact that you even tell him that you're proud of him, light years ahead of a lot of people already. He He's done a really, really good job. He's 18 and, you know, he's currently in a relationship and he has yeah. a good girlfriend. Her name is Charlie. She's amazing. Yeah. And I got to spend some time with her. She came over for, for Thanksgiving. And uh, I was super impressed. And I got to tell you, yeah, I was like, I told him, I said, I don't care uh, how pretty, how cool she is. No one's ever going to be good enough for you. I told him, I said, and I'm going to tell you right now, don't maybe try to be Charlie's friend because I'm not going to be Charlie's That's friend. That's so crazy to say that as a dad. Yeah. Right? You hear this from like the, like if you had a daughter. Of like, course. No one's good for my daughter. Say that for, to a young man. Why not? I don't I've never heard it before. But we should, we should say You're that. 100% we should, right. Like, like, like as, as much, like as much protection as you are with your daughter and how you want her to find the the best man that's going to respect her? Yeah. Same apply. You should apply the same thing for yourself. Because he's a, he's a young king. The way we have Absolutely. little queens, right? He's yeah, okay. right. King, yeah, yeah. like like we want our queens to have the best king. Hey, In order okay. to have the best king, you gotta you gotta show your your young king what it means to find the right queen. Yes, yeah, that's vice right. Versa. It has to say that's gotta, right. We, we everything has to be the same. Like it, it can't. We we gotta take the sexes out of it, like, yeah, yeah. you know, and it, like it, it, the same protection that we put over our daughters. Yes, the same protection we gotta have over our sons. And I I've been so impressed because it's sure, like not even like like two like not even like two hours she was at the house. I was yeah, like, I was like, man, I really like Charlie. <laughs> and I was like telling my wife, I was like, I really really like Charlie. And, yeah, and, and he was like. Sad, but don't tell her though. Don't tell no. Don't even tell Josh I like it because right now I got I gotta I gotta be the bad guy. Right, right, right. I gotta be like mm, you're not good enough. <laughs> yeah. It was so hard because 
the values and the things that I wanted him to find in somebody that he wants to be in a relationship with. He's, and he's still young, but he did that. He's figuring it out. Yeah. He did. He did that. I was very impressed. Cause like, you know, and he, the, I knew from like the moment she came over and she, she just didn't want Jake. Cause you know, I've seen it where girls or guys just want to be with that person and they don't want to even interact with the family. Right. Oh, I, it's like the worst. It's so disrespectful, right? Disrespectful. Like, I, don't, I don't know. How, I mean, actually, I do know how it is, but um, like when you walk into a house, you need to say hi right. to everybody. Like, and you need to start who, with whoever's the oldest, right? Like if grandparents are the house, you say hi and you work away at your parents and then, you know, and you don't just sit down for dinner. You offer to do the dishes. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you, absolutely. so I, I, I understand. She was interacting. Is just like, she wouldn't, the way I liked it is that she literally- Wanted to do stuff with Josh, but as as a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and it wasn't fake. It was truly genuine. I was like, man. Like, I remember when, when she left and uh, I told Josh, I said, man, you did good. Very proud of you. You did good. Yeah. But don't tell her I like her, though. <laughs> she knows I like her. She knows I think the world of her because um, Daisy likes to run that story all the time. She likes to say, you know, I remember when you came, Charlie. Like, Chris is like, eh, I'm not going to like her. I'm not going to like anybody. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm over here like, like Charlie's so awesome. You know what's crazy is we, uh, my buddy Paul told me this. He said, we uh, we accept the love we think we deserve, right? And so if he's bringing home a quality woman, it's because you and Daisy have taught him that he deserves the best. Right. Absolutely. Right. And so I think that's that's dope. So it's amazing. Uh, quick, guys, you're listening, fathers, please. Like, I know as when you become a father, like, you think about the, the one day when you have to have a conversation about sex and relationships. Like, there's never a good time, but it's always a good time. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so listen, you have to find your niche with your child. If you've been building that relationship with your child from day one and you've made transparency the most important thing and trust in a relationship, yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable conversation, but you just got to find a way to just yeah. grind. It's like the first conversation you ever had with a woman. It was tough. We oh. all know. Oh, it was horrible. Still, especially when you try to holler at the, the prettiest girl, the first prettiest girl you try you try to holler at. Look, it was horrible. I'm, I bet you're the same. I'm so glad I'm a tailor now because I would not want to date anymore. Hell no. Too much work. Too much work. <laughs> I and, and well, not not that days and tailor aren't work, but I'd rather put time into them. There's some there's simplistic in the fact that <laughs> there you they go. appreciate the small there things. You so go. it's great because now it's like everything is so essential everything is so fabulous and everything is so Ugh. it's so extreme and then I just and then you, you like i mean the fact that sometimes you don't even have to put in any work that scares me it's i have a young cousin yeah, yeah. who's going through right now and he's uh a young player in, in this sense and he's enjoying it so much and when we talk i can't even talk to him about it because i one i don't understand it yeah, yeah. right and then two I, I know in my heart of hearts, one day he's going to find somebody he truly loves and he's going to have to find a way to turn it off and unlearn some things. Because when you meet a real woman, you can't spit game no. the same way you, you, you can't question mark her at two in the morning, right? Hell no. She's going to get mad or she's not going to respond because she knows what she's worth and you can't bring that to a real to a real woman. Not to a real woman. She knows her queen status and she knows what she would what she deserves. She's that it, it's she's not gonna get no he's not gonna get far at all. He's gonna have to reprogram himself. And, yeah. And that's gonna be tough because that's probably harder than getting I mean I think so. I, I think so because especially when all you know is just like 
the 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 uh, the physical yeah. physicality of relationship and you have no understanding of the emotional yeah man there's a lot of zombies right now walking around man. well you know i talked about the love languages earlier a lot of young men think when the love language is a physical touch a lot of it is but a lot of it's not you know i think you just really enjoy it you know i don't, I don't think you really need it like so tate now sometimes she's like on my arm i'm like i'm okay you don't need to do that like i'm here you know like i'm here right now you know you we're, we're, we're good. You don't have to yeah, do that yeah. for me. So it's it's just interesting. So I think he's going to have to learn some things, relearn some things, unlearn some things. And uh, you know, I'll be here with him for it the whole time. But So you can start off with him. <laughs> and then that way you're better prepared. Yeah, yeah. When you got to talk to a little guy one day about like the whole relationship and sex. Do you think, so let me ask you, I don't know if it's too much. When did you have a conversation? Like how old was Josh when you started talking to him about some of, I mean, it's just sex, just relationships and opposite sex and. I think I started talking to him about like around 12, 13, 14 years old because I mean, we all, we, we can, we know that everything's so, so overly sexualized. Yeah, right. I mean, you can't even watch like a Snickers commercial with like crazy without like sex being involved. Crazy. I mean, I'm like, I'm hungry and do I want sex? I don't know. Like, you know, both? you're watching like, right? You burn calories. Can and I, can them. I have both? Yeah. And so, so, so now like, you know, they see that. And of course, like, you know, I mean, I would notice like right off the bat, like him noticing girls, you know what I mean? And he has a, you know, so it was just like, all right. Like, so did you get ahead of it or did you yeah, wait until he was already, okay. No, no, absolutely got ahead of it because why wait? Because he's already questioning and he's already having questions about his body, about yeah. girls, about things like, you know, like, I mean, you know, as soon as your, 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 uh, your, uh, your te- testicles drop, right? Like, like yeah. it's a different story. Your balls man. will drop. Your balls you, drop. You get a little hairy in there. It's, it's, you start notice you got that one pubic hair. You're like, oh, and you're a man. You a man. Yeah. You got to do man. Th- you don't even know what you got to do, but you know that you got to do man things. But it's crazy because all the boys are going to do something similar. Absolutely. And everybody knows something. Right, like I remember hearing crazy stories. Now I'm like, that's stupid. Like, growing up, the OG, the OGs, the guys a year older than me, were like, "Hey, you read sex?" And I was like, "No, tell me about it." And they tell you crazy. Uh, here's my favorite one. Uh, if she's on top, she can't get pregnant. Oh yeah, that's classic. gravity. Gravity. It's gonna <laughs> come right down. Yeah, it's, I was like, oh, word. Ooh. Right, and it makes it sense. Me, yeah. So the fact that you got ahead of that, respect. And you, I didn't. You have to, because like those are worse. Because think about it, most of the things that like you said, most of the conversations or what we learned about sex was from our friends, and they were ignorant as hell. Oh yeah, they had no idea. Like the, you, when you think about that, that's, that was like that's the stupidest advice I ever. Dumb. How I mean, I am very lucky that I did not, uh, you know, have a child of my own through yes. those years. <laughs> but like you know, the, the thing is, is that you got to get ahead of it because. It's the, it's one of those things like you wouldn't want somebody to come into your house and clean your house because they don't know. Mm, okay. You see what I'm saying? I, I, I see what you're saying, yeah. So they don't know how your house is. Yeah. So the fact that they're touching it and, and there could be putting things where they don't belong, you don't want that to happen. So I feel that it's the same thing. I don't want society to teach my son or my daughter yeah. about sex. I'm going to do that, even if it is the most challenging, most uncomfortable conversation that you could possibly have. Was it? Was it? The, was it? It was, but it wasn't. Okay. Because I, I'm, I'm, I play a lot and I'm silly. I yeah. may not seem like I'm silly, but I'm super silly. Yeah. So, so like, and I, that's Josh and Daisy know. Like, I'm, I'm very raw and about very outlandish, and I was very raw about that. Man. Yeah. I was like, yeah, pussy is, man, it is, bro. Great A. My God. Yes. But just know 
they can get you in a lot of trouble. So you, just, you open with the good stuff? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> because you have to. Because like, well, I don't know how to do this. Like, well, because yeah. if you go about it, like, if you're trying to be like, first of all, P, like, sex is not PG. It was absolutely not. It's not. So, like, why are we going to try to make something that's rated R into yeah. something that's rated G? This is not a Disney movie. No, this is not a flip book. This is this is this is the this yeah. is like this is not. We got to get down to the nitty gritty because I need you to know, like. The, the do's and the don'ts and the goods and the bads because if I don't teach you that somebody else is going to come teach you the wrong thing and that's when you're going to get in trouble see I think that's that's what's dope I hear in this conversation and something I didn't even think about is it sounds like you're t- teaching him not just the physical aspects of sex but the things that come along with it right. in the relationship whether you call it official or not what does that do to the to the dynamic of it right um all of it because once again and you shout out to my parents I, I love them i I'm very happy with how I'm at right now. I have a great relationship. We just didn't talk about it at all. In fact, the first time we ever talked about it is because my mom walked in. And the next morning she goes, what was that? And I go, we were studying mm. with my ass out. Like, and then, and that, that was our conversation. And that was it. Wow. Yeah, because I mean, uh, you, you know that, and I can say this, is that not having that guidance got me in trouble. So... We want to protect our children. Yeah, yeah. We want to keep them from, as long as we can keep them out of trouble, yeah. then it's our responsibility to be honest with them. And yeah. again, the sex conversation, not an easy conversation. Yeah. I mean, like, and I'm, I'm silly. And I always say this, like, you want to know how to keep teenagers from having sex? And, you know, we worry about them being unprotected. We worry about babies. We worry about STDs. <laughs> right, right, right. The schools and parents don't encourage masturbation. I've always said- yeah. You need to encourage masturbation, quit making handle masturbation, yourself. handle yourself because sometimes I mean, no one may not be able to handle you better than yourself. So go and handle <laughs> Literally yourself. Literally handle yourself. Because like the safest sex is masturbation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get yourself pregnant. You're right. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, because I would have been pregnant a long time ago. <laughs> so, so, been like, trying. so you said, you know what I mean? So like, I, I think like having, taking something that, that seems so like even today people still are embarrassed about masturbation right like it's a and it's crazy because and it, it, this is even crazy because we're two dudes talking mm-hmm. and between guys very easy right so i can even forget the cameras here and we're probably talking about jerking off and just laughing and whatever whatever mm-hmm. but between in normal conversation for some reason taboo taboo still taboo like we can have Kim Kardashian yes. posts naked pictures on Instagram yes. with her kids right next to her, and everybody's like, eh, it's, it's, it's acceptable. Right. But, like, if I'd say right now, let's have a conversation about why we needed to teach kids in high school about the importance of masturbation. Oh, hell. Like, this is ridiculous. You know, right, right, right. It's an uncomfortable conversation. That's interesting because we, we teach them how to put a condom on before we teach them how to jerk off. Why? Because we're teaching them. What, I mean, you're right. Man, you. Right I'm just saying, man, like, like, and don't sit if for everyone's like, well, it's, it's, you know, there's going to be people right now listening to this, right? They're going to be like, well, that's because man, sex is better than masturbation. And I asked you that person who's saying that right now, why are you masturbating right now? Hopefully they're not masturbating while watching this. Hopefully they're not. That's <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, but I feel you, pe- right? The same people who sit there and say that, like, like I'd rather have the real thing are the same people who masturbate like two or three times a day. Yeah. So come on now, don't play yourself like that. Yes, we all want the real thing. Right. But we also have to be conscious of our own, 
you know, our own flaws. Yes. I mean, and when you are hormonal and in 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 and whatnot, like come on, how like you have to learn how to self-cope. You have to learn how to self-cope and you have to also learn how to protect yourself. And man, kids can't even turn the damn homework in. Yeah. And we're expecting them to learn how to put on the con even if you taught them how to put on the condom. That's facts. Yeah. You, you really think they're going to put it on correctly? Or you even think they're going to remember it? Because or even what? have one on them? Or even have one on them. Because guess what? At the end of the day. Gravity works. Gravity works. That's <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, they're, they're, once you get in that moment, when you're, like I always say, you're locked in, ain't, ain't no turning back. That's. Ain't no turning back. That's, that's the realest thing, right? I mean, there's, there's so many jokes like the comedians have of like, I was right there and she told me she had herpes. My next question was, are they flaring? Right? Like, that's right crazy. There. Like, you're never going to stop. And girls always, and then, I think it was a cat that was like, I don't care about stretch marks. See? Once, once I'm there, I'm, I'm in. I'm done. Right. It's, it's, it is the most overwhelming, like, feeling. It is, like, literally, it's quicksand. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I, I have never met somebody who was like, they were there at the moment. They're like, consciously, this might not be the right thing. Ma'am, I'm going to have to step away from this. Well, so, Southern Plus Blue Balls is, is not a thing. However, I will say, uh, I do know, and I have personally like, walked away from people like who are drunk. Oh yeah, absolutely. right. So that may be the only case, maybe like a consensual thing. But that's because you're a good person. There's right. a lot of guys out there that hey, are like, you're right. Oh, that's easy. That's an easy win for tonight. Oh my god, check gosh. off easy win yeah. tonight. You know, uh, for a lot of guys, you know, if you're a good person, yeah, that's just it. But like once you're in, especially if you're emotionally, you know, you already that makes it even more right. It's, you're not gonna walk away from it. So like that's what I'm saying. Like, like we need to stop having. First of all, we need to stop being afraid as parents to have the sex conversation. Right. Listen, it's important. You, every conversation you're going to have with your adolescent, when their adolescent is going to feel uncomfortable, just fight your way through it, get through it, be grind, be honest, find some yeah. laughter in it. Yeah. Don't take don't take yourself so serious. And then most importantly, like like you know, we have to be able to talk about the good things about sex, yeah. alternatives to sex, yeah. masturbation, and, and just, just be honest. Like transparency is so important as a parent. Yeah. Um, I like that you didn't just stop at wait till you're married. It's the worst thing you say. Because th there's no context in it. No context. They don't get it. They don't get and, it. And to them, with everything going on around in society, they're probably thinking, how do I even get married if we haven't even got to that level yet? I haven't got to that level. It goes back to what you said. The, um, wait till you get married is like saying because I said so. Right. It's the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is a. It's a it is, lazy. It's a lazy. We'll call it. It's lazy parenting. Poor parenting. It really yeah. is. And and again, it's because a lot of and and, and this is not a this is not for our parents and their parents. It's because generation generationally they were not taught that way. But not even that society is different. Oh, absolutely. Like two generations ago, I don't know about my parents say, but. Arranged marriages were still a thing, mm -hmm. right? You really could wait until marriage. I mean, statistically speaking, you were more likely to marry somebody on your block than someone across the city, right? So it's different now. I mean, when you can swipe right at age 15, 16, grown women sliding in DMs. I didn't even have, listen, it, I was just telling Josh the other day. I said, man, you're so blessed and lucky. Like you're doing your project in school right now and yeah. you just got to hop on your phone. That's it. Man, when I was growing up, I had I, mean, I lived in the hood too. I had to literally go to the library. Dewey Decimal System. It, well, hell, <laughs> our my library didn't even have a Dewey Decimal no. System. You, there was only four encyclopedias there, <laughs> and the other encyclopedias what? were stolen. Right? Who steals an encyclopedia? 
but this was like this was back in the days when you just you know because here's the thing you and I told you I literally just to finish my essay or my project literally had to take whatever a psychopedia which is always like really lame on like letter Y right and, right yeah. and you got X I had to go and find the article. Well, and I couldn't take it home. I couldn't check out the encyclopedia. I had to take basically bring a pocket full of nickels and I had to make photo, copies. Photo, photo scan it, yeah. And then you were lucky if the damn machine was even working. Yeah, right, And right. you can't tell your teacher, oh, like they stole all the encyclopedias and, yep. you know, I didn't have no more nickels and the copy <laughs> machine was down. I said, so like, I just think about it now, everything is on the phone. Everything is so easy. And, and, yeah, yeah. And I'm at the point where like laptops are going to be obsolete. I mean, because everything is going to be on your phone. You it's going to be on your watch soon it's, or in like... It's, whatever it's going to be right. like like i think about how just looking at a playboy when i was growing up bro was huge like if somebody had a bar at school and they're like yo check this out you're like that was yep. like that, that was, was it that was it that was like candy that was like getting like a going to the candy store you're like oh my god and then you you know you brought those, those yeah. pictures back home with you <laughs> right right but now i mean they could just go on their phone and look at anything and everything and it's free. And it's free. You know, so, again, young cousins. He's like, yo, I'm paying uh, premiums and subscriptions. Like, why? It's free. You're dumb. Swipe right. Swipe right, man. <laughs> That's the same. Yo, it just, it's, 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 it, and like I said, you don't want someone coming in that you don't know cleaning your house. Right. So keep your house clean. So how do you, how do you combat that though? Because- you know, they're only in the house 30, 40% of the time. Yeah. The rest of the time, they're in school, learning from the homies, right? Right. They're yeah. online doing their thing. Um, maybe another conversation we can have later on is, you know, another day vintage of stuff, how you manage some of that, right? But how do you trust that your 20, 30% is value input enough of not just, hey, we're kicking it, we're enjoying, we're spending time together, but also, there's some lessons in here somewhere. Yeah. Like, are you conscious about the lessons? Absolutely. Because, you know, as much as we try to avoid our children making mistakes, yeah. you got to embrace they're going to make mistakes. Right. Because the more mistakes that they do make gives you an opportunity to fix it now. Every single mistake is a teaching moment. It's a teaching moment. Because if you don't have those teaching moments now, then they're not going to be able to be able to be productive adults in the future. Yeah, yeah. So, like... As much as we're like, oh, I gotta protect our kids. Uh, you know what? I told my son, don't, don't put my, don't put your finger in the electric socket. I told him three times, and he did it anyway. But he got electrocuted, and yes, he was crying. It hurt a lot, but I bet you he'll never ever put his finger. Yeah. In it. So you, you, you have to be able to accept that too. I think his parents. You embrace that too, though. You are, have are, to. are you like, oh, my son's a doer, <laughs> like he learns by doing. I learned something about my son. Like, is is that the Josh is a doer. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like Josh is, I would say Josh is a logical doer. Uh, so he does think about it. But then, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll do something and he'll make a mistake. And, you know, as much as I'll be angry and upset with him, I'm like, all right, do I focus on the mistake and just be so angry that he. Mm, okay. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Or do I take this and say, all right. What'd you learn? What the hell did you learn from this? Yeah. Situation? Yeah. You tell me. What you what you learn? I I'm the kid now. I need yeah. you to tell me why you shouldn't have done. Break it down for me. You need to break. What are you down What are you gonna do next time? Absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. You have yeah. to do it that way because they're young adults. Yeah. And so they know every young adult always wants to be treated with respect. Yeah. The same respect that we demand as parents, we also need to give that same respect to our children. 
know what I mean? And, mm. and be able to to allow them to at least explain themselves or be able to to fall without being scrutinized to the point where now falling is either acceptable or every time they fall, they don't know how to handle themselves. They hide it. They lie about it. Lie about it. Hide it. about it. Don't take accountability. You're right. Right. You're sitting in lines here, straight up. Like, yeah. oh, that wasn't me. No, nope. no, bro. That was you. I'm worried about that, right? I mean, how do I navigate those first moments when he, he does his first lie? Oh, his first lie is going to be special. What? Oh, yeah. Josh's first lie. You remember? Josh's first lie was... I'm putting Josh out all the whole thing. I'm sorry about it. Man, I think his major lie was like... His first lie was when, when uh, you know, when we would buy him like really nice tennis shoes. We'd tell him, his mom would always be like, yo, like, you know, don't, don't go outside and play on and your shoes. Don't mess them up yeah, because, yeah. you know, like those are expensive shoes. So like, I remember he came home and he had these LeBron James on. He had like these messed up scuffs. They were bad. They, they were like, like somebody was just. Somebody crossed him over. Like somebody like basically picked him up and just dragged him <laughs> on the concrete. And yeah. they hit like every, yeah. every wedge and edge he could possibly. So his shoes were just jacked up. And Daisy was like, what's wrong? What happened to your shoes? And like, Josh was like, looked at her and he was just like straight with a straight face. Like he was like, oh yeah, these. <clears throat> these kids pushed me and grabbed me and oh, no. and they started like kicking and, and and hitting my shoes. Yeah. And and back in my head, I'm like, mess a damn lie. Like, who does that? Like yeah. no one just grabbed you. And, and I was like, the first thing came out, I was like, did you know these kids? I didn't know who they were at all. I said, who would do that? Like Josh has never had it. And so like, I just, as the story progressed, I'm like, this is getting more and more ridiculous. Did you egg it on? Is that what you're doing? Oh. Was it entertaining? It was entertaining. But I was like, man, you know, he's lying. Like I was telling his mom, he's lying. He's lying so much. And he would just keep. What did you do? How did you? Oh, his you mom, him? his mom. Yeah. His mom called him on. And she's like, if what you're saying is true, I'm going to go up to the school tomorrow. We're gonna get all three of those kids. Call them up. Yep. And I'm pressing charges on them yep. for assault. Yeah. And not only that, but then they're gonna all go to jail. Like she was going extreme with it. And yeah. then Josh was just like, and you could just see the tears coming out. He was like, Yeah, I was playing. I lied. It was just like, but for me, it was entertaining because it was just like, okay, how do how do how do I trans translate this to parenting? Yeah. Why did he lie? Number one. He lied because- Why did he lie? Okay, I like that a lot. Why did he lie? Because, I mean, he lied because, number one, he didn't want to get in trouble. So why didn't he want to get in trouble? Did you talk to him about that? Like, did you oh, help him with stuff, stuff yeah, assess all that? We both did that. Like, he, 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 and I love when we parent together, too. It's, it's fun because we can both play good cop, bad cop. Yeah. So it's always fun with that. But it was just like, like, why, why did he lie? Let's break it down. Like, number one, he lied because, A, he didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. B, he didn't want to disappoint us. Mm. See, like, you know, he was afraid of the reaction. Like yeah. a lot of times kids are afraid of the reaction. Okay. Right? So you got to be able to like- That's why adults lie. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, hell, yeah, yeah. Hell, we lie as, as men and husbands. That's right. did, you, did you leave the, the, did you, my wife, my wife asked me the other day, did you, did you, did you eat this? And I'm like, no, I didn't eat that. I said, hell, I ate it. <laughs> you got stuff on your beard right now. Like, but she's, and, and the thing is like, why did I lie to her? Number one, it was hers. <laughs> Number two, I asked her, did she want it? She said yes, but I still proceeded to eat <laughs> her, her food. So it was like, you're looking I was, to be alive right, right now. Right, I, I didn't want the reaction. And, and kids need to understand that if you do something wrong, like, you need that reaction. Yeah. You need to know that what you did was wrong. And that is what accountability is about. Like, embrace it, bro. Like, yeah. you got to, listen, you messed up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it. Because if you don't take it, 
you'll never know how to take it. That's one thing I'm, I, I'm, I think I'm starting to understand is I want him to make mistakes because now's the time to make the mistakes and make them early and, and make them a lot, make them fast and let's learn early because if, if the first time you mess up with your mom is like 15, 16, mm-hmm. oh, that's going to blow up. Absolutely. And you're never going to want to take accountability again. No, and, and, and I think we, for a lot of times, I think parents mess up because they don't show accountability as a strength. Mm. Right? They make accountability like like a task. Right. You know what I mean? The way yeah. you parent it. Like accountability is not a task. It's a strength. Okay. It's a virtue. Like yeah, being able to take accountability yeah. is is actually proving to me that you are mature enough. Yeah, yeah. To be able to get in front of a car. So real quick, you know I, mean? I want you to explain to everybody the difference between taking accountability and just being responsible for your mistake. Anybody can be responsible for their to mistake to the point of saying yes, I did it. Right. right. But accountability is actually digging deep down inside of who you are and breaking down. Like why it's important. Not only did I say it's my fault, but making sure that you apologize. Yes. That you ask for forgiveness. Yeah. That you're going to make effort to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Yes. With all the details. Because it, it, it's just like to say, oh, it's my fault and then walk away and take responsibility for it. Yeah, anybody can anybody can say they, it's their fault. Right. But it's the actions after the fault. Yeah. What truly accountability is. How this fault made you a better person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. That's 100% right. I love that you answered like that because we didn't rehearse that at all. And it's exactly what I was hoping for. Um, I got two questions for you before we start wrapping things up. So um, you shared a lot of knowledge today. My son is nine months going, 10 months old. He's going to look back on this one day. He's going to love this. I love this conversation with you right now. I'm so glad we got to do this. What's one thing, one lesson that you hope he learns by the time he hears this or that he picks up on this. Could be something we've talked about already or something that you're like, you know, this is the one thing you're going to want to learn. I would tell your son that that no matter what, your dad loves you with all his heart. That not only does he love you with all his heart, that he's willing to go links, do things outside the box just so that you can have a fulfilling and incredible life that you deserve. Um, that not only does he want you to you to be better than him, but he also wants you just to be the greatest manager you can possibly be. And that's making sure you have the right resources and um, the right values to apply those apply those things in life. So like, you got a good dad here. You got a young, good-looking dad. Listen. I know you got a young, uh-huh. good-looking dad. Yep. I know when your dad's like dancing and uh-huh. he's, he's doing his thing and he's he's, t- he's trying to talk to you about hip-hop and music and shoes. You'd be like, dad, like, you're not cool. No. Lies. As, as much as you want your dad to embrace your coolness, man, embrace your dad's coolness, man. Like, like it's hard being dads. We just said 17 like right 17 holidays yeah you're gonna like you already know you're gonna what they say like like president's day beats us president's day (laughs) you're gonna have a father's day you're gonna expect to give him a father's day gift you're probably gonna do you better not give me a tie tie or a pair of socks (laughs) or a stupid mug listen listen your dad is dope remember that that as as dope as your dad is it's the reasons why you're as dope as you are hey you know what my man 
I love that so much. Uh, and then the next thing I want to ask is, I've enjoyed this conversation so much. Who can I speak to after you? Someone that's influenced you that you think can share lessons like this or something that Elijah can get value out of? Ooh, somebody that I truly look up to and he has, he's been a very good friend and a big reason why I love Soundbox. Um, and I told him this too. If I ever had a kid, I'd even, I would even think about making him a, a godfather. Dewey. I think Dewey. Yeah. Dewey is. I respect for Dewey. He is such a good friend. He is one of the few people that he can say so much with saying very little because he's, he's, he's so disciplined and yes. so detail oriented. And not only that, but he has such a great sense of humor and he really, really, truly values these type of conversations. Yeah, yeah. He understands the importance of mentorship and understanding that as easy as it for you to mentor someone, you also embrace being mentored back. Yeah. So yeah, Dewey is, is such a good man. Yeah. Uh, and definitely has become a good friend of mine. So yeah, Dewey. I, I will, I'll double that. And I'll say, yep, 100%. When I first moved, I didn't know any, a lot of people. Even though I, I knew Houston, he, he invited me over to the house with Taylor introduced me to like the Houston community, a real that's, talk. That's Dewey, right? And uh, there were moments when he pulled me to the side and said, hey, uh, I'm worried or hey, you're better than this right now. Yep. Just just fearless in his friendship. Fearless. And I appreciate that a lot. He's honest, transparent. He is like a, he's probably going to be the ultimate cool dad. I really think oh, so. 100%. Like Dewey's so cool. Like he doesn't even, like he's like the most effortless, like cool dad. You yeah, know? yeah, so yeah. So when he has, like when he has a kid, he's, He's gonna be special. I say, like, dude, he's a good person. Yeah, he's, I can't he's, wait. He's he's one of the dopest people I know. I'm gonna reach out to him now. Yeah, you should. It'll be a great show. I'm excited. He loves whiskey. Now this man has a palate of whiskey and and scotch that's that's greater than anything I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he might have a problem. Uh, you gotta be careful when you drink it. Every, I say this every time I've ever gone out with Dewey. I get home at three or four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and get in trouble. So oh, I like man. Dewey, and this is a but guy. Here's the thing. Dewey will make sure you get home though. Oh, you he. Very probably the most responsible. <laughs> he'll, he'll he'll order your Uber for you. Super responsible, and like you know, my wife will never get like mad, mad. But she's like, I can't believe you're at three or four o'clock in the morning. And I would look at her. I can't believe I'm here at three or four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Dewey is is so like you talking about a ninja. He's so ninja and skillful at his. Yeah. His, he at, at his. At you can't say swag. no. You can't say no to Dewey. It's a respect thing. Come on, Chris, have another drink. I yeah. can't. All right, Dewey, you're right. You're right. This Dewey just demands <laughs> our respect, man. I love it. All right, we're gonna wrap it up, but. We're talking about fighting. Oh man, man, thank you so much, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? Tell them, tell them where they can find you. Tell them about the sports trap. Um, I love everything that you do. Oh man, I appreciate it. Yeah, the sports trap podcast. It was uh, created by my best friend John Trap. We've been best friends for over twenty-two years. We roamed the hallways in high school, uh, <laughs> skipping skipping class, and and and. He's a real one. Backed off a of Daisy. Oh yeah, you backed off a of Daisy. Uh, he is a sports enthusiast. He has for over twenty two years. He's constantly called me playing devil advocate to get me riled up so I can argue, um, <laughs> just so I can say ridiculous and crazy stuff. So that was the whole concept of the show. So if you love Houston sports, if you love best friends talking about sports, even if they don't know what the hell they're talking about, um, but have a passion for our Houston sports based teams or just passion for sports in general. Um, Followed with the most 
creative, most talented person, Qua, who yeah. keeps us all together. He is the genius behind He taught everything. me how to do all this. Yeah. Dude, he's the genius. He is probably one of the most talented people I've ever met. Um, all three of us, we come together and we talk sports and we try to give Houston its own uh, show and avenue. So Houston Sports Trap Podcast. You catch us on all uh, major stream uh, streaming uh, medias, um, YouTube, um, iTunes, you name it, we're on it. So That's what's up. Uh, go follow him. I love it. I love sports, but I always learn something. Like I'm, I, I don't know, like <laughs> trivia God, or history like that. Yeah. But when you guys talk, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Well, I didn't know that. And I love to talk right now about MJ with everything going on. I, I watched the last the last two episodes yesterday. So good, better than the first two. I didn't realize. I, I thought it would be all about MJ. We love sports. We're good. We're good. We're good. Next episode. Yeah. Catch them on sports Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's let's wrap up. Shit, that too. Yeah, man.